0: Hello and welcome once again to Achievement Hunting One Hundred and One. As always, we are the podcast that breaks you off a piece of that fancy feast. What? Joining me <laughs> today, this evening, this Arvo for some of you, we have L. Good day,
1: L. Otherwise known as Big L. Otherwise known as the ace that runs the place. Otherwise known as, um, I forgot.
0: Also joining me <laughs> is Kush Moose. Hello. Hello Kush. Hello. Hello hello. Hello. And with us as well, I'm totally going to say their name right. Anigo Montoya. Did I mess that up?
2: Wow. <laughs> How's it going, gentlemen? Coming to you from oh, Race we always city, respect USA.
1: I love racing games here at Achievement Hunting 101.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never have a bad word to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> make, sure, make sure you Google it, L. It's a real thing. <laughs> I mean, well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining.
0: <laughs> All the way from Race City, which I did not know was a thing.
2: Race City, like, USA, it is a very real thing. And that is that like Daytona?
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Daytona! <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Close. Thank you. i knew i would get them. you're welcome ah oh, sorry everyone <laughs> all right well folk. it's been another eventful week as far as gaming goes we are still in the midst of our uh i think we're all done with our punch cards but that does not stop us from getting completions quick and easy for chewy's well Vulgars. Oh. sorry star wars themed team challenge um, and so I'm going to do the same thing we did last week. I'm going to kick off the show with quick hits, best and worst, uh, a couple sentences about some games that you played this week that were strictly for the points. And uh, we're just going to stop, start with our guest, Inigo,
2: what have you played, good and bad? All right. So for, from the good category, Rabisco Plus, um, that's one of those rare, good Ratalaka games. I uh, can't oh. honestly recommend it enough. So, if you're looking for a good, quick score Whoa. with a pleasurable experience, Whoa. I would definitely I the encourage you to try it. Always on the lookout for <laughs> out, <laughs> pleasurable. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the worst oh. is Delta Squad. That that game was just now bad. <laughs> Uh, it it was been like a year and, unbalanced. and a half
0: almost since I played it, but I do not remember it being bad.
1: Maybe slow. Well, do you I do remember mean, it being good, though. I, I mean, I definitely well, did I, not recommend it on the sales last week, right? Definitely not. Did you, <laughs> did you um, make the mistake I did and not know where to go? Because there was that little red. Uh, it's like a little red icon telling you which way to go. I couldn't figure it out for a while. Yeah, I made
2: a lot of mistakes in that game. Like starting <laughs> it? One of them was like playing the pur- it. Yeah. Purchasing, <laughs> installing, <laughs> uh, launching. I think
0: I did make a critical mistake in like dying, and having to start over. But then there's like a second player controller helpful
2: thing. Yep. Yes.
0: But uh, I think that was on my second playthrough that I got that.
2: I all found I, that out kind of late in my run as well. <laughs>
3: all I remember is Sweat yeah. Bullets on a particular boss fight. I guess it was like the last achievement. I heard it was difficult, but I heard that you know, there was kind of a trick to it or something like that. Run off screen? I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, I, I was sweating Bullets. That's that's all I remember about that game.
0: Sweat and Bullets. I think that's the next East Age stuff title. <laughs> Probably.
3: <laughs> uh, I guess it's a uh, shmup.
2: It is. Yeah, I think it is classes of shmup. And not a very good one.
0: It's like, but it's like, there's a map and it's like free roaming, right? Yeah. I don't think I would classify that as a shoot up.
3: Free roaming. I guess they're like tiny troopers, but okay, yeah, yeah, enough of that. Keep talking.
0: Yeah, yeah, enough of that. Enough of that. But I want you to keep talking, Kooch. What is your quick hits, best and worst of the week?
3: Okay, so my worst, I always like to start with the worst, if I'm going to talk about worst, are visual novels. Um, <laughs> mm, terrible oh yeah uh, so I don't normally play those uh, I mean I used to like uh, choose your own adventure books growing up but uh, <laughs> man when it comes to doing them as a game <laughs> uh, not great not great at all and, and the worst thing that I hate about them are uh, walkthroughs that are videos and video only for these it's the, worst, it's the worst possible format for this type of game when you're trying to get it done quickly Uh, And and then on top of that, to make it even worse, a game like C-14 Dating adds (laughs) a weekly planner. You have to put in what events you're going to do for every day of the week. And you have to do that several times. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Um, But yeah, that game's done. Um, And as for High, good stuff. Uh, Good visual novel walkthroughs. There were several... That I followed, that were text based. Unfortunately, they were on PlayStation websites, um, but that's okay. I will use them for their Xbox achievements, and um, yeah, some of those were kind of um, not painful, and that so I guess good. As far as things that weren't garbage games, I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag 360, and I got an achievement that I was told was going to be very tricky on the 360, and that was "Sharing is Caring." That's for finding a social chest, a social white whale. And a social uh, convoy, naval convoy. I ended up finding those super quickly once I got my ship. Uh, and I was worried about that and it popped. No problems. So yeah. Now good.
0: I also played C-14 Dating. Did you follow a video for that? Or did you follow the text walkthrough?
3: I found a text walkthrough on a PlayStation site. And it was okay, really there, good. There's one in the forums of True Treatments. Yeah.
0: Uh, you have to go through six of them. And every one of them had like a save at some point loaded up near the end and finish it. Um, I, I did the same thing, a little tedious, but I'm trying to debate in my head internally, whether it was better than a video would have showed me. I think it probably was, although I did lose my place a couple of times.
3: Well, what I found worked for me really well was, um, streaming it, uh, through my capture card, which I know not everybody has, But so I had the game right here and I had the web browser right here, Mm -hmm. right beside it. So it was very easy to go from like text here to text on the screen. I didn't have to move my eyes too far and that worked really well. Actually, I think the PlayStation guide worked really well, except for the last achievement. And for whatever reason, it didn't pop. I hopped over to TA and the solution for the one achievement I was missing actually did have a text thing it was actually simpler than the PlayStation walkthrough. Uh, so I, I might have gone through a little bit more trouble than I needed to. Uh, there might have been a, a more optimal path.
2: You know what I've been discovering here lately? You're talking about not finding the, the walkthrough, the text walkthrough on TA, mm-hmm. is people have been tucking them in the forums on the game pages for a oh. lot of games like the visual novels yep. and um, games, your puzzle games that tend to require the right, up, down, left, Inputs, you can find text walkthroughs by clicking on the forum tab, and somebody's usually got one tucked in there.
4: Ah,
3: it's good, good, uh, good little tip.
2: Yeah, because I, I found a couple of visual novels like that where there wasn't a full text walkthrough on TA, but by clicking on the forums, was able to find it right there without having to feel dirty going to the PlayStation website.
3: <laughs> I just use I use an anonymous browser. I don't feel too bad. <laughs>
2: Not that we don't feel dirty enough already playing, you know, uh, angels with scaly wings or something. S- Dragon porn.
1: Speaking of, <laughs> I played that Prawn. game last night. <laughs> I think I was spoiled by the blind men and language of loves of the world that are less than 10 minutes. Angels with scaly wings was like an hour. Can't have that. Yeah, they're getting greedy with these visual novels. They want us to see more of their work. It's really funny with the fast forward on. Just every so often, you just hear gunshots and you see bloody dragons on the floor, and you're like, "What happened?" Eh. I mean, it's, it's so important.
3: ridiculous. They put those <laughs> options in there so you don't have to read the game.
1: So zip a little, through,
3: but they still make you spend an hour following a guide.
1: <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. That
2: Have you a Japanese visual novel yet? Because those are even more exciting. Because then you can't even understand the uh. language. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, Well, for angels with scaly wings, the uh, text guide was in the first solution. So that was lucky. Because I agree with you, a video walkthrough for for those is no bueno. Um, Corey, you definitely called on me to go next, right? Yes. Totally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, you kind of segued yourself. So I angeled
1: myself. Elguid. Elguid. So, last week, you guys talked about a game, uh, Hell Breachers, and I said I was going to go play that right away. I didn't. I waited until yesterday so it would be fresh on my mind. Ooh. Oh boy. You guys undersold this gem. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, you use B to jump, which was the first thing. But, um,. <laughs> And then when you're on a platform, normally a game like that, you hit down and jump to go down. No, in this game, you just hit down. So you find yourself just going down and uh, dying a lot, or I did anywhere. And just going left and right, was just dizzying. I would get dizzy. Just the camera would not keep up with your character. And when the platform was coming, you jump up. The platform would go out of sight, so you would have to hope that you landed on it. I just can't say enough about this game. I will say one positive is that um, <laughs> there were distinct idle animations for each of the three characters. I made sure to check that for Nate because uh, no. he's a connoisseur. Why would you do
3: that? Because that it <laughs> added minutes to your <laughs> gameplay.
1: <laughs> yes, you have your your knight, your assassin, and your uh, your lady magician. So there is uh, at least some variety in the game. I, I did the tutorial with all three characters to test it out. So th- I I I didn't. I don't know. It, it, it wasn't good. Did but you I, have problems with the game? <laughs> I didn't really have problems with it. Uh, I didn't. Aside from I, the beat, I, I realized the last boss. I realized uh, there's a Y attack, and like oh, once I figured that out, then uh, I finally beat it. I didn't really have problems with it. No, it's just it's a shame with some of these achievement lists. They don't. They eh, not that I wanted to play more of that game, but it's just it's, it's a shame.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, you are the one friend that I'm clicking through has played the longest on it <laughs> so far. The longest? You and Carnage are both post one hour. Everybody else You is.
1: assume that I just and, do it in one go and don't fall asleep or get up and do stuff. I do assume that. I do. No. But it's funner.
0: Maybe I had know, fun with it. To, to make fun.
1: Uh, I... I know the game. I highly doubt it. <laughs> yeah, because normally in a game like that, you would mash on the enemies. But no, you hit them once, and, you, and then they, um, you have to wait for them to uh, to flicker, and then you could hit them again. It's just, uh, Yeah, we kind of made move on. a note of it <laughs> last week.
0: Yeah. They, it was all fine until the last boss. Um, he took a few retries.
3: Yeah, yeah once I got all the coins I needed, it was like, forget it. Just go straight to the
1: end. <laughs> yeah, I did <laughs> I the same explored. thing. Explored. And When you opened the treasures, I felt like it didn't give you anything. It's just weird. Yeah,
0: I think it just refilled your stuff, right?
1: Who knows? I don't even your <laughs> think it did that. ranged
2: attack it, it, it felt like it. Did not, not sure.
1: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> not me.
2: Well, that' good.
1: What's a good thing you played? Uh, sticking with the East Asia soft vein, there was one actually liked a lot. It's called Void Gore. Um. Because it gave me a sense of progression and progress. So basically you start off with with nothing and then uh, you, you play and you earn coins and as you go you buy stuff with your coins. So it's kind of would that be like a roguelike? Where you make mm-hmm. progress even though you're dying and you sh- and you keep your upgrades? Would that be called roguelike? Yeah, I think so. Oh, look at that. Who it's knows? a shmup. It is a shmup, but <laughs> do you start off with nothing, and then you get your fire rate up, and your number of bullets, and your your shield attack, and I don't know. It was a ver- That one was another fun hour that I didn't like at first, and then I got into it. And the uh, hardest achievement is getting to the 12th level of hell. So two games in a row, they're just obsessed with hell, these East Asia softs. Hell Breachers is like a baby child game, and it's got hell in the title. It's really weird, right? If you think about it. But yeah, those uh, those are my games.
0: So, I as well played some crap games. Emphasis on the crap this week. Um, small, humble brag. I got a Series X. and One of the first games I played with that may have been one of the worst games I've ever played this generation. <laughs> uh, that would be... Like, I played a lot of crap, guys. I'm telling you, like, I... I did not I'll just even rattle off some of these the, these names of games um, zero degrees. that's a new one did not like it completed it did not like it. Uh, techno tanks that I don't like that more for this I'm having problems with this little exploit um, otherwise it's a cheating son of a gun game, but the bad game, the really bad game that is easy to complete. And It only took me 28 minutes following a video guide that clearly advertises 20 minutes, but then they say it's a 20-minute it's a guide, right? And the video is like 21 minutes. He has an intro and outro. But at the beginning and the end, which you have to watch unskippable cutscenes, the last achievements for watching the credits... He's like, I'm just going to edit this part out. So it's clearly longer than 20 minutes. <laughs> that, that's, my, that's my first break. Anyways, the game is called Evil Inside. It's a an adventure game, but it's one of those walking through a spooky house game and things pop up at you and it's jump scares. Um, so I don't like jump scares. Uh, luckily for me, I play with the sound off and I the video guy told me every time a jump scare was coming. So I did not really get scared. Uh, but they have babies <laughs> and clowns and women that try to scare you. Uh, but that's not the worst part of the game. The worst part of the game is you are literally walking through this house and you go through maybe three different rooms, three to four different rooms, and you're going through the same loop like 12 times and they advertise a run or a sprint by holding the bumpers First, that's a terrible way to sprint in a game. Never sprint with bumpers. And secondly, it really did nothing. You still walked slow as molasses. And some of the loops through the house, all they require you to do, like some of them wanted you to go pick something up. Some of them, it wanted you to walk to the end where you needed to go. The door shuts, and you have to go all the way back to the starting door, the spawn door, touch it with your nose, and go all the way back to the end again. Is terrible. One of the worst experiences I can utterly imagine. I'm so glad it only took me 28 minutes. Uh, 28 minutes I would have saved myself, but hey, a thousand gamer score for my team. Yeah, but how I'll about those it. load times, right? Uh, you know what? I didn't even <laughs> notice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Evil Inside. Uh, I would probably avoid it unless you really want that thousand gamer score. I'm bad uh, it right now.
1: <laughs>
0: it's not even cheap either. It's kinda, like yep, just like last week, it makes me want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of hard for me to pick a good quick game this week, but uh I did find one with uh Chili Dog Interactive, another quick game publisher. Uh and the game's called Dead Dust. Five dollar game, labeled as a shoot 'em up, but it's kinda like Delta Squad, you walk around shooting. Um And you could be shooting guns. Maybe you're shooting bow and arrows. Maybe you're throwing a hatchet or a spear. Uh, But you're just going around and you're killing these, uh, I think they're Indians. Uh, And there's like three main levels. Native Uh, Americans. Okay, sorry. And if you die, you (laughs) get uh, to pick one of the other two characters. You get to pick whichever one you want. I don't know if, I don't even think they really had uh, differences, but maybe they did. Uh, regardless, if you go through all three of those, it's game over and you kind of give up. Well, luckily, Chili Dog Interactive likes cheat codes. There's a cheat code for God Mode. You throw that on there and you just run through the game. Uh, the only one that you really have to pay attention for, as far as achievements goes, is you have to shoot. Yeah, you have to just have to shoot your gun like 700 times. Well, the problem is you have very limited ammo and guns are found less than like hatchets and spears, which are, you know, manual. Weapons that don't count for that achievement. So you're just going to want to spam some of uh, the guns as much as you can just to get that achievement up there. Um, There are ways, like I did find a minigun and there are ammo crates that you can get more ammo and it refills a lot of it, but it depends on what uh, weapon you're holding. So the minigun obviously shoots a lot of bullets. And so I would just Grind that out by shooting most of them, picking up the ammo when I was empty, and then doing it again, rinse and repeat, and I was done. If you do all that, you're going to get all the achievements, but two, and those are for picking up medkits. Basically, you just need to play the game again without God mode, and uh, until you get the medkits, it's cumulative. You can get a game over and retry it, so it's not too bad. But uh, that is a, a not a bad quick one. It took me 31 minutes according to TA. So yeah, that's and- called dead dead dust.
2: And to touch on that, I, I ran into a problem that you did not. Uh, we had a brief discussion about it.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
2: So if be you be careful, use the, here's a word of warning. <laughs> yes, if you use the God mode, I found out when you're in the second to last level leading up to the boss or whatever. Um, there's a sequence that you go through. If you run out of ammo and you're in God mode, you're you're done. Uh, there's no way to re- refill your ammo during this portion. And not only that, you can't get killed <laughs> to try mm. to restart. So I actually had to quit out of the game, go back to the beginning level, run through it again. <laughs> so word of warning when you're on the horses in that game that that it, you can get in trouble in god mode.
0: <laughs> that That is a good word of warning. I I don't know if I was ever close to that, but I'm glad it didn't happen to me. <laughs> So, it's funny because uh, right. you
2: started it. Um, oh yeah, that's after right. <laughs> me and finished it before me, <laughs> and we yeah. were actually playing it, I believe, at the same time. Not you know on purpose, but And, yeah. <laughs> and the reason you finished it before me is because I had to go back to level one and replay the entire.
0: That's time. right. That's a small <laughs> little brag in our rebel chat, which, by the way. This is a podcast full of rebels, and uh, I think we're we're, we're spending our time, so I can't wait to see the bonus points we get for that. Everybody else gets the score. We have to make a podcast. But uh, anyways, thanks for the quick hits, gentlemen. I'm sure some of these people will love to play your good games and your bad ones. Are you saying the Empire
1: Uh, set us up, four of us to play this, to distract us from scoring? That is something they
2: would do. You know what? That would be a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually just going to go ahead and, and here we go. Just a shots fired moment. Uh, <laughs> we're doing this to help them out. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Ooh.
3: Ooh. oh, he's pointing to the stands, everybody. He's pointing to the right. stands.
0: <laughs> fired. Well, let's get into uh, some games with a little bit more meat to them uh, that we want to showcase. Uh, we'll kick it off again with you, Inigo. What have you been playing this week or recently?
2: Uh, recently, uh, I played Monster Truck Championship, which was on a free-to-play weekend, I believe it was, last weekend, uh, don't hold me to that, but I know it was recent, and, uh, pretty good game, actually, uh, it's in a very similar vein as Wreckfest, but it's a very good Monster Truck game, if you get into those kind of things, uh, being a southerner, (laughs) Monster Trucks are a big (laughs) thing around here, so... I I personally enjoyed the game. Very well put together. Uh, It doesn't overstay its welcome. The physics are pretty good. With a little bit of a caveat. There is a Series X and an Xbox One version. There is a stack for this game. Mm -hmm. I did notice that the Xbox One version had some... As I did play both of them. The physics in it weren't as crisp as the Series X. Which I found to be a little shocking. The, the games actually played wildly different. And I don't know why that is. But it is what it is. <laughs> but the physics on the Series X version were really good. It was a very well put together game. Again, doesn't overstay. It's welcome. And for the achievement hunters out there. Not a difficult completion. But there is a very strange thing about this game not a lot of completions because quite a few people realize pretty late when you load the game up and you create your character for in game it asks you what difficulty you want to play on if you do not set it onto the extreme difficulty you will actually have to delete your save after you've played through the game go back and restart it on extreme play the entire game, and earn every single achievement again without a notification to get yeah. the PlayStation achievement for getting all the achievements in the game. Oh. It's, it's odd, because you cannot change the difficulty once you've created your character within the game.
4: You
0: got and a it, hard kill that
2: save. Yes. <laughs> and Man,
0: that is rough.
2: And not only that, like I said, you when you restart it to actually go for the completion of the game, you basically have to write down if you earned the achievement or not, so you can get the collect-all achievements. It's um, I did warn a couple of people I know in the racing community, there's some information out there, but not a ton on it. Um, so I do still recommend the game, but if anybody's going to play it and you want the completion... Make sure you select your extreme difficulty before you start. There
0: is not even a guide to uh, to warn you there. Man.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I think there, when I completed the Series X version, I think I was like the 16th or 17th person uh, to do that. And that even includes the multiplayer achievement. It, the game doesn't register it unless you're, you selected that difficulty from the uh, get-go. Very interesting, but I figured I'd bring it up. But it don't let it distract you from being a good game. The extreme difficulty is not that hard. Um, I had no issues with the AI in the game. In fact, I found it to be rather easy, even on extreme.
0: That's good to know. Um, and no progress carries over between the two, right?
2: No. No no, yeah. no auto-pops between the stacks. Uh, I, well, I did right then. test it.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: To know
0: about yeah that that's still a uh, like a forty dollar game on each version too. Yes, man, I'm surprised that you didn't play that Koosh. You know, free to play weekends are your your jam.
3: Yeah, I was not tempted. <laughs> um, I think there's something else going on.
2: And truth be told, it's it's TA might say it's a twenty to twenty five hour completion. It, it's less than a fifteen hour game. I don't know where the estimates are coming. probably because people had to reset reset their saves, Is might be where the numbers are getting skewed at on that, but if you start right from the beginning, if it ever comes up on a free-to-play weekend again, or you see it out there for free, it's a sub-15 hour completion.
0: Yeah, it looks like you did the series version in uh, just over nine hours, if that is to be believed. Yeah. So that's pretty good.
2: Yep, and that was my second time around through the game.
3: Ah, makes sense. I yeah. look. I looked it up. The reason I didn't do it <laughs> is that's the same weekend as Override to uh, Super Mech League was free. Ah, to play. Oh yeah, yeah so that was more my jam than uh, Monster Truck Championship. That makes sense then. Yeah. Well, what have
0: you been playing, Koosh? What's been your jam this week?
3: So my jam this week has been. <laughs> I was going to do a Spaceballs joke. Um, uh, Rising <laughs> Come on. Hell. Do it. Raspberry. Um. <laughs> Lone Star. So uh, we streamed uh, Rising Hell this week, um, and (laughs) I need to do longer streams or just be a little more aware of what I'm (laughs) doing. Uh, Because, of course, just like the last game I streamed, as soon as I turned the the stream off, I went and tried something different. I went just a little bit farther. I was like, oh, there's a whole lot more to this game than I thought there was. Um, One bad thing of note Uh, because of when we got the code, and I think they did a server reset. So all my progress from the stream was lost. So that was like an hour and a half worth of progress Um, that is permanent. It's a roguelite game. Uh, Let's talk about this game. (laughs) Rising Hell is a roguelite vertical climber, uh, vertical platformer uh, beat-em-up type game. And uh, as you play... Uh, you get better and better. Like you get this experience that carries over until they do a server reset and you lose it all and you go back in there and the game is suddenly hard again. Um, but ever since that, uh, that night where they reset everything, the progress has been saved. So that's good. Now, I was expecting this to be a little bit more like, um, man, I can never remember the games when I want to. Um <laughs> not, sign of getting old. Not Valfaris, but the same. Oh, uh Slaying Back from Hell. There you go. Really good, fun, but difficult uh hack and slash type game platformer. Uh, I was expecting it to be like that. Uh, and it was not. The combat of your general enemies is super easy. Like they are not much of a threat at all. The the biggest challenge to this game. The biggest drain on your health is going to be the environment. Uh it's some sections are going to be filled with gas and if you don't take out the uh things that are producing the gas quickly enough, you start taking damage. Um now add into that that some of these towers that you're climbing through are that mechanic from platformers where the floor is lava and it keeps rising and you have to keep moving up that elevator shaft to get out, you know, to get to the next save point. Um when they do that, the environment becomes a bigger enemy than any of the enemies you're fighting. Uh, then some of the bosses can be a little bit tricky, but the general the general enemies are not so bad. Uh, I have faced the second area boss, I'm going to say about eight times now, something like that. Six, eight times, and I, I have yet to beat it. Uh, I, I got through the first phase, I was like, oh, cool. And then the second phase, you have to jump really high up in the room. I was like, oh, okay. So that was a learning experience. So then I spent the next couple attempts getting higher up and trying to figure out the patterns to dodge the stuff. And I was like, oh, sweet. I'm really close. I've got like 10% health, and I've got like one more hit on the uh, the thorax. And I did it. And all of a sudden, oh, crap. There's a third phase. So, uh, so I'm now at this point where I'm like, okay, I think I just need to grind, get some more um, – you know, uh, abilities that are just inherent. You know, I, just, I don't have to get them as uh, items that I can pick up. They're just things that just happen naturally. Um, in addition to the, the mode that I streamed, which was just the, the campaign mode, they also have a, uh, a conquest mode, or what do they call that? Gauntlet mode, I believe. It's Gauntlet. And Gauntlet is a whole bunch of different challenges. They have challenges for just fighting a boss. So you can go in and you can fight uh, the main area bosses. I think there are three uh, in, in various difficulties. So you can ramp up the difficulty if it's too easy for you. However, you don't want to do that because the achievement is just beat the boss in, in Gauntlet. Um, so you obviously might do that on the lowest level. But you can't beat a boss in Gauntlet that you haven't beaten in the main game. So I've been limited to just killing the first boss. Um, and that wasn't so bad. There is a mechanic in the jumping that uh, and it's on by default. When you hit somebody in the air, your guy does like a flip move and he instantly kills whatever he jumped into. As long as it's not a boss. So he'll, but he'll do damage to bosses when you do that. There's an achievement for turning that off in a level and playing the game. Uh, and so you're going to have to figure that out at some point. Uh, it's actually, I found myself doing better when i turn that move off because there's this weird mechanic in the game where once you get to on a platform and that platform spans the entire uh horizontal area that you're on uh, you can't drop down through platforms so once you get above you can't drop back down so sometimes that move will bump you up over a level and you'll miss some easy to kill enemies now you want to kill those enemies because you're going to get the red orbs from them those red orbs allow you to uh basically buy new, uh, perks. Uh, and those perks will go away at the end of the run. Uh, now as I was playing the game, there were perks everywhere. Like there was like a store, like every two minutes where you could buy a perk, but you know, I wasn't getting that much red currency, uh, that quickly, but so I was kind of joking that, oh, geez, there's like way too many stores in this, but the more I played it, the more I realized, okay, I need to prioritize certain perks, uh, and if they're not available, don't just buy a perk. Like because the next time you get to a store, you're gonna have even more red currency, and you can buy that health perk. So that's what's really important on these early runs: is getting a lot of health or getting things that give you health back. Um, but yeah, I I ended up really uh, enjoying this more than I did on the stream. I might have been a little bit negative. Uh, I was having fun on the stream, but I might have been a little bit negative towards how often the stores were uh, spending a little bit more time with it after the stream. I do enjoy this. This is a game that I see myself going back to and just doing like, you know, a run here or there just to make some progress in the game. Um, but yeah, it's it's a little expensive, $10. So when this goes on sale, uh, ch- maybe check it out, especially if you saw anything you might have liked in the stream or anything you see online about it.
0: Yeah. I don't think $10 is too bad, actually, for it. Especially if you're into roguelites and good platformers. I, the platforming seemed good and tight. Um, it does say it's Play Anywhere. Have you tested that out? No. Ha- not, right? I haven't
3: tried it on the PC. Uh, I don't know about uh, any of that progress or any of the... Yeah. Save- so if simple. that's
0: true, then that's good. Yeah. Um, play Anywhere is always a, always a good thing to have. Yeah. But yeah, the achievements, you pretty much just got to play the game. Uh, probably some RNG luck in there, but otherwise... Getting through all of it is going to net you uh, a lot of
3: TA. Yeah, the achievements seem to be for killing specific bosses, and those are RNG. Or perhaps you're more likely to get them when you take these branching paths. You can pick, okay, I'm going to go through this section, or I'm going to go through this section. And the one section might have the gas clouds, the other one might have um, like razor saws that you have to dodge and things like that. So, um, and then a lot of it is, you know, do this thing in the conquest mode. Uh, defeat this boss in conquest mode. So there's a, there's a lot of little stuff to do, and uh, there's no sh- there's no shortage of things that you can just say I'm going to go get this, and then focus on that. Yeah, rise Absolutely. and hell. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right, um, L, you know that you're next, buddy. What else have you been
1: playing this week? I decided to go back to a another famous Radilica game that. I had started almost a year ago and finally decided to finish it. And it is called... Oh, A Hero in a Garden. No, that one's still growing. It's uh, Hero in a Garden's actually um, been re-genred as a, an idle uh, clicker. So yeah, the garden just grows <laughs> when you're not playing it. So if you didn't know that, you go back to it a year later, you, you get the completion. Ah, uh, Why'd you get me distracted with mentioning that awful, awful game?
2: Probably the best way to play is oh, Hero in a Garden. <laughs> just just not to play. it.
1: Legend of the Skyfish. Now, this game right away gets your attention with the title, which of course sounds like Legend of Zelda, and Skyfish reminds me of the Windfish from Link's Awakening. So, I'm all excited. And if you look I at I never made that connection. <laughs> well, I definitely did. It and just if you look at the cover art, it definitely if you glance quickly, it looks like a Zelda game. Am I crazy for the mm-hmm. Matt? old people?
3: Uh, No, uh, actually when I talked about this a while back, um, I said this is basically, you know, they're obviously doing Zelda here.
1: Yeah, so the gameplay is not really Zelda, except for certain parts of Zelda where you find Switch puzzles. This game is basically all Switch puzzles. You go around, you kill some enemies and look for Switches to step onto open gates. And the hook is that you have a... oh well. (laughs) <laughs> that was an accidental pun. The hook is that you carry a fishing hook, and you basically kill enemies with a fishing hook. You reel them in, and you attack them with it as well. So it's a double-use weapon. Uh, you find some upgrades along the way. Um, for a Rattle Like a game, it's a little long in the tooth. It's about three to four hours. There's three worlds with 15 levels each, so it's 45. Yeah, good math, hell. Um, you don't need a guide. Unless you get stuck, I will not let you know if I got stuck. Maybe I did. Um. Yeah, basically, you just have. There's some times where you have to hit a green switch, and it's timed, and you need to make your way to the door in a quick amount of time. Other than that, the game is pretty easy. There are very nice checkpoints, very generous, and you get full health at the checkpoints. It's just a nice laid-back game. I recommend it to anyone. Um, At $8, I guess we're a little spoiled. It sounds like a fair price. You're going to get a few hours out of it. It's colorful, and it's fun. And I did some Google Foo, and it looks like there is a sequel out. So hopefully it gets ported over to the Xbox, because it looks even better. It's out on phones, so... Come on, Radaleca, bring it over to the Xbox. Well, I don't have much more to say about Legend of the Skyfish, but uh, as far as Radaleca goes, you have to beat the whole game, and the achievement list isn't bad. You just have to beat the game, kill some enemies, and you're done. What about you, Excellent. Excellent.
0: Well, I did not play any more rats than I had to this past <laughs> week, but I did play a new game that I mentioned a few weeks ago on Coming Real Soon, and that is called Aerial Knights Never Yield. Um, this is a very <sighs> cool, stylized game. Uh, I already know that you're grunting at the apostrophe S on Knights, No, I'm sure. No, no, I just, I just don't like the title at all. Ariel underscore knight's apostrophe I, mean, I guess, yeah, never I guess the yield. apostrophe
1: is okay. It belongs to the Ariel knight? <laughs> I don't
0: know. I'm, just, not, I'm not
1: I sure. I just don't like the title. It's clunky.
0: But it's very stylized. It's kind of like a Japan-Tokyo style on top of uh, a Detroit uh, feel, um, which makes sense because this was all created and developed by one person, and he lives in Detroit, so that kind of makes sense. Um, so it's very amazing that uh, this is by one person. Uh, I, there may have been some last-minute push by a, their publishing company, Head Up Games. Uh, they, they, they put out some uh, good quality games, so uh, I do look forward to their games. And this one did not disappoint me. Uh, I streamed it, and I streamed it for i don't know about almost an hour uh maybe even longer and it's a uh, kind of a runner it's not an infinite runner per se the levels do have a set start and end point but you are going through the game and you can play all of this with one hand really if you if you really needed to for whatever reason um and you can play with the d-pad or the thumbsticks or the face buttons and basically you are running uh constantly you can press uh right to sprint uh, some obstacles you do need to sprint be quicker than uh, other things you have to duck or jump over. And there is like a, uh, a vault, which is like a smaller jump uh, and then a large jump. So you have to use those uh, accordingly and you're just going through and, and doing the level dodging things and getting through. Uh, there are like coins, like one coin, maybe per level that appear that gets you into mini games between the scenes I'm still figuring that out. I think there's probably an achievement tied to completing uh, an entire one, but other than that, there are just 13 levels in the game, so it is a pretty short experience. Uh, I th- I think the the meat of the game is you know keep playing and try to get in uh, you know faster times and things like that. But to uh, so just experience the game and get through it, it will not take you super long. There are difficulties, but there are are not related to achievements Uh, i did play on the hardest i played on all three difficulties uh, and the hardest just basically adds more obstacles and less reaction time Uh, what i noticed uh, on stream is that at least on the easiest difficulty right before you get to a an obstacle it slows down majorly so it gives you that time to think Uh, the middle difficulty reduces that time uh, to react and then the hardest difficulty while adding obstacles takes what takes that away almost uh you, you might have like a split second to to pick but it's really not that hard i ended up playing m- most of the game on uh that hard the hardest difficulty uh however there was just one annoying thing that after you beat a le- well not after you beat a level if you happen to fail an obstacle you'll get put back to a checkpoint in the level uh and and the hard difficulty has less checkpoints i think Um, anyways, once you, once you fail, you have the option to continue or yield. And you know, the, the title of the game is to never yield. I think there might be an achievement for, uh, not yielding. I'm not sure. Uh, there are two achievements that are unobtainable at the moment. The dev has said they put it in a patch, but uh, nobody has got them yet. Uh, anyways, when I failed a couple of those obstacles, you are, I'm constantly holding right because i'm running and the right option when you fail is the yield option so i more than once accidentally quit had to go back to the main menu and go back into the game that was a little annoying but otherwise i really enjoyed this game Uh, i kind i i like runners and um this one was a nice short experience i will be going back to it to once I see that these are obtainable, to try and get them, I got all the achievements but three. Like I said, two are unobtainable at the moment, and, and then the last one is for Ooh. jumping ten times in a row. Um, I <laughs> couldn't get that. More
1: like Ariel real uh, nights so... never completable.
0: Jeez. <laughs> As of right now, oh. but it, it is a good game. I, I I always um I always sympathize with uh, people who obviously pour a lot of love in their game, uh, especially when it's a very small team. So again, this was made entirely by one person. So uh, I think that's worth mentioning and worth supporting. Thanks, Ariel. Yep. So I uh, definitely recommend that it's like a $12 game. Uh, introductory price is like ten seventy nine. So not much off, mm. but, uh, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. Nice. All right. Uh, good games, guys. Good games. I think, uh, at least Koosh has another one. Uh, did you have another one, Inigo?
2: I did. I just uh, uh, wanted to focus a little bit on a game called Habroxia. <laughs> I don't know how we want to pronounce it. Hebroxia. Well, we'll go with that. Hebroxia 2. It, it, it is an East Asia soft title. Uh, so do not let that put you off. Uh, I did play the second one. It was on sale recently. I picked it up. It is a shmup. Uh, it's it's actually a pretty good shmup. What I like about it is I, I view this game as probably a good uh, introduction into the genre for people. It's not a super fast game. You're not going to finish it in an hour. It, it will, you will put a few hours into it to complete it. But it's enjoyable. Uh, it's very well put together. The bosses are varied. They actually added on to the second game mode. They have like an infinite runner type mode in the second one. So they expanded upon the first one, added a couple of additional elements to it. The infinite runner mode is not necessarily really deep or meaty, if you will. It's very thin, but they're at least making efforts. And I believe this is also developed by a very, small group, two or three people that put it together. I like the music in it. Very well done. Uh, it's an enjoyable experience if anybody has played it. It's It doesn't punish you like a lot of shmups do uh, for your skill level. And that's why I like to bring it to people's attention to check the game out if you want to get into the genre. So, again, it's one that I wanted to highlight as... I know East Asia soft titles tend to maybe get a little bit of a bad name sometimes, but this is probably their gem franchise, if you will.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at screenshots now, and I see not only vertical, what you, what I normally consider shoot 'em up, but I see the horizontal uh, landscapes as well. I I tend to like those more, so I'm glad to see a variety there. Uh, it, it changes it up. Another yeah, thing, nice thing is, is, is the you screenshot actually can is widescreen, mid-level. So. Is the entire game widescreen, or I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is it doesn't look like their other shoot 'em ups where it puts the side borders on. So at least it would fill the whole screen. And I, I, I kind of hate that when I play an East Asia soft game. It's like it's like I'm getting half a game almost.
2: Yeah, you are right. Um, so as you're going in into- through. Mid-level, you can actually change vertical to horizontal, but it's completely your choice. The game doesn't actually force you to do it. There's a shortcut. If you want to go vertical, you take the shortcut. It's early on in the level, and you can play it vertically. And if you want to continue side-scrolling, you can continue side-scrolling. So the game does a very good job of giving it the player's option, and it doesn't punish you for choosing one or the other. That's what I'd like to hear. Yeah, I think, it, it uh, very well put together.
0: Yeah, I don't think uh, not many people on my friends list have played this, probably because of the price tag. But uh, you have my attention now.
2: But yeah, the, I would definitely pick it up on a sale.
1: Looks like the first game is also a bit shorter. Was it?
2: Yeah, the a first good game test? is a a lot shorter, and yes, it is. After playing the second one, you could kind of tell the developer was getting their feet wet, so to say. It was probably their pet project. And then they expanded upon it in the second one, added a lot more levels, worlds. And it actually even has, as you're progressing through the world, it has divergent choices that you can make. You can go to this planet or another planet, and you'll get different bosses based on the path that you take. So it's almost like they're trying to incorporate a little bit of the the roguelite type elements into it to some degree not completely but some variety there the second one's a lot better than the first one
0: a ton of achievements too 40 for that second yes. one
2: and again nothing taxing um this will appeal to just about any player level skill even if you're not great at, at shoot-'em-ups uh, you you'll i th- believe would have fun with the game
0: awesome uh okay i have to get to this one for Kush because I'm gonna steal your thunder. It's on sale this week, and I need to know more about it. So tell me, curious, about Mega Party—a too tough,
3: too tough, too tough adventure. So, have you ever gone to the sale page and just made eye contact with a game you never knew existed before, and <laughs> suddenly you just have to know more about that? You just have to buy it that day and experience it. <laughs> Side unseen. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I saw this game, Mega Party, A Too Tough Adventure. Uh, This thing looks interesting. Uh, You owe it to yourself to go check it out and (laughs) and see what the heck is going on there. Uh, This is a French developer, Vitasoft. Now, when I was growing up in Boy Scouts, I had a friend and his mother was French. um, And I was introduced to uh, French comic books at a very young age, and uh, oh man, that left an impression on me. Um, Asterix and Obelix, I believe, was was mm-hmm. uh, one of them, and this just reminds me so much of that, uh, you know, that style. Uh, <laughs> L, you would love the humor. It's everything is is, is potty humor. It's all farts and <laughs> whatever, and you know, stinky. Why me? You know, uh, streaks in in underwear and stuff like that (laughs) okay there's kids with like just boogers running out of their nose they're they're hawking lugers um (laughs) (laughs) what is this game what even is this game it is crazy it's like a licensed well it is licensed because there was a there was a tv show that this is based off of which i think was also maybe based off of a comic book or something like that um and uh, you're essentially just running around. There's three main levels. I think it started off with two and they added a third. I, I don't know how that all shook out, but there's three main hub worlds that you have to go through. Inside of each hub world, you have a series of mini-games you have to complete. Uh, you don't need to do you don't need to come in first in all these mini mini-games, but you do need to do well enough that you reach a certain percent uh, progress. Uh, there's also hidden naughty things you have to do uh just being a nuisance uh it's kind of like the the bart simpson i mean he's kind of like a bart simpson type guy you have to do the the french bart simpson yeah it's like a french bart (laughs) simpson Uh, one of the things you have to do is um the classic get a newspaper get dog poop set it on fire ring a doorbell like that's one of the things you have to do on one of these levels Um, the music is very catchy it reminds me of like the music in uh, broken sword 5 if you know what I'm talking about, that 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 one sound by or that one song by that band, it's just like it's an earworm. It gets in your head, and they only have like <laughs> one song per level, um, and so you're going to be hearing them a lot as you're going through. Um, there are missables. There is no level select, so as you're going through, uh, if you want to minimize your run, uh, you probably want to look ahead and and figure out exactly what you need to do. Um, the achievements uh, or the most of the achievements have something that someone has put in there. That's a little bit helpful. Uh, I didn't want to spoil this. So I just kind of went through and I've locked myself out of the achievements uh, for the first world and the second world. <laughs> I'm going to try not to do that on the third world. Um, and I think for the third world, you actually just need to complete it. You don't need to do the the crazy things on on that third world. I could be wrong. Um, but I essentially have to go back through and do a second playthrough at least to get through uh, the first two worlds. But, um, once you're done that, you then have to go through and play the mini games. So there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. You can play this campaign that you go straight through, uh, and then you can do the mini games. And apparently the mini games are easier if you plug in one or more controllers. I haven't tried this myself, so I'm not positive. Uh, at least one controller, and that takes at least one of the CPU opponents out, and it makes it easier. All you have to do is win at the end. Once again, you don't have to win every mini game, um, but you need to win enough to come out in first place. And the mini games are weird. <laughs> they're, they're very different. Um, some sometimes they're race based. Sometimes they're button mashing based. Sometimes they're, um, you know, uh, get the thing before the other guy gets the thing. Kind of like you know, steal the bacon or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and, and I was actually talking with mental because he's one of the only guys that I talk to somewhat regularly that actually has played this. And we were just, uh, yeah, people need to check this out and see if it is for them. Cause I had no idea this thing existed. It, it was released in 2019, uh, November of 2019. Uh, I had never seen it before. Um, this is even the first time it was on sale. Yeah. This is the first time it's been on sale. It's nine dollars down from thirty. Not to jump the gun, but uh, yeah, I I wouldn't say I love it, but I would say I'm happy that I bought it and happy to know that this exists. Uh, it's just crazy enough that I have to play it.
0: Right, right, yeah. Shout out to Mental. Uh, he's another one of our favorites who has no self control. He bought the game and played it hey. today and has already beat it. <laughs> wait, wait a second. I said one of our favorites.
3: No, I'm, I'm oh, you probably, the self, probably control. The self control. Yeah, the self control <laughs> is the thing I had the I had an issue with.
0: Yeah, you, mental, I mean, I guess you had a tab open for a good twelve hours. Mental doesn't open tabs; hours.
1: he just adds to cart.
3: Yeah, but yeah, uh, Mega Party: A Too Tough Adventure. Oh, hold on. Uh, what are, where did I see
0: this? Um, There's it, a- interesting. It's it looks like it has a different name,
4: hmm.
0: maybe in a different region. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I guess it came out as. Tight Inconceivable, tithe, tithe, yeah. mega party, yeah, and then uh, I guess for us it's called mega party a too tough adventure.
3: I was I've actually bookmarked um, some YouTube videos to go and watch the cartoon, <laughs> and it's uh, it's something. It looks very true to that to the video series. It, it kind of reminds me of Hey Arnold, uh, which I never actually watched, but I would always see it as I was flipping through the channels. It, that art style kind of reminds me of it. I think you've sold me
0: i gotta i gotta got know more about this so
2: now, uh i gotta ask yeah. though i was just glancing at it on ta it, it has a, a rating of a 1.94
3: yeah i don't know why let's see how many people have, have rated it though um it doesn't even tell you i think that means one person <laughs> but that, that wouldn't work out number wise um why are they rating it so low i don't know maybe because it's a little bit obtuse Sometimes you don't really know what to do. And if that's the case, go look for the guy in the red sweater because uh, he's, he's your buddy. He's actually like the uh, the devil on your shoulder that tells you all the naughty things you should do. And then uh, he kind of gives you the idea <laughs> and then you go do it. Um, so that's anytime I got stuck, I, I was like, hey, I'm going to talk to that guy. And sure enough, I'd talk to him and he'd be like, hey, go try this thing. You know, go put poop on this guy's doorstep. So I'd go do that. Or he'd say, <laughs> you know... Go kick this person and I go do that. And then uh, you know, I would eventually get through the levels. My second playthrough is going to be super fast. Uh, the motion feels a little bit off on this at first, but it doesn't have to be exact. Um, and the camera is a little bit not great, but I mean, it's a $9 game and you're just going to blow through it. So I, I wasn't expecting gold, but uh, I found comedy gold.
0: <laughs> and that's all support. we can ask for yeah. <laughs> Alright well We kind of mentioned it before Let's go right into sales Nice little sale guy there Guest Inigo at the top here What do you recommend that is on sale this week?
2: Alright uh, One game that caught my eye was the uh, Grid Ultimate Edition And I don't know if you've noticed the recurring theme here And I'm doing this strictly for l Tonight but Grid Ultimate Edition <laughs> uh, on sale, uh, normally forty four ninety nine, down to eleven dollars and twenty four cents. Nice. This includes all three DLC packs with the game, which are normally five dollars a piece for the DLC. So you're gonna get fifteen dollars worth of DLC for eleven bucks with the entire game. Now, is this a quick completion? No. <laughs> It is not. Uh, But Grid is a fantastic franchise. Uh, Codemasters has always done a good job with the Grid series. Uh, Back on the 360 days, it's probably in the top 10 racing games I played on the 360 uh, era. And they rejuvenated the franchise going into the X1. I have not played it yet, but the price definitely caught my eye. Again, it's... uh, Get all the DLC, everything included, eleven dollars. Can't beat that.
3: All right, Nigo, so I can make a judgment here. Um what <laughs> is better? Is it Forza or is it Forza Horizon? Which one is the better series?
2: Oh, Horizon. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you can I stay. struggle personally with the simulation games. Uh, I've spent hundreds of hours playing Forza, and it, it could be a little bit of a snooze fest after a while, but Horizon at least keeps it fun and interesting.
3: Okay, so would Grid be kind of more like a Horizon-ish side of that spectrum?
2: Uh, you know, think of it kind of in between the spectrum. It's not quite as arcade as Horizon, and it's not quite simulation as Forza. It's right dead center in between the two.
4: Hmm. okay
0: kusha's wallet is still in the same place uh,
4: yeah
3: it's not it's not opening it's not budging it's still hurting from the mega party
2: well and uh. anybody that knows um actually if anybody knows any history about the grid franchise grid 2 on the 360 was one of the uh there was a big to do about when that game was released because they actually reached out to x360a to design their achievement list
0: oh wow did not know uh, that. A
2: little history lesson for for some folks out there. Um, so they actually reached out to the achievement community to design and fashion the achievement list for Grid Two.
0: Interesting. Was the
1: game buggy? Because we um, talked about Grid. Oh, because I thought if you smoothed out the bugs, you would use a grid iron. <laughs> okay, I'll move on. <laughs> Weak. <laughs>
2: Muted. Muted. <laughs>
1: job here is done <laughs> all
0: right I, I don't know if you plan on talking about it but I, I you have it on the list and i need you need to sell me and it probably won't take a lot to be honest what what why do you have ultimate ski jumping 2020 on here
2: i, I i've had that game on my watch list for quite some time now i don't know what it is i like obscure games i like crazy I it kind of fit that bill is just something off the beaten path and i've been watching it for some time and it is exactly what the title says. It's ski jumping. So, for those that don't know what ski jumping is, it, 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 it takes a real lunatic, I think, to do something like this. You careen down this very steep hill <laughs> and proceed to jump into the air and travel quite a distance. In real life, these these folks are something to watch because I don't think any of them are sane. Uh, so that's all you do. It's it is a pixel game. So, you, you go down the hill, you have to time your jump, you have to hold your form in the air, and you have to time your landing. Uh, okay.
0: That reminds me of a game I've played like on Windows XP or something.
2: It, it is probably ex- Why exactly Why do you about Windows XP, XP like it's
1: old? Tag. You mean Commodore 64. Is what you're <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I want are Windows is what you're
0: thinking. of. <laughs> It, is it was it called Winter Games? Um, well, Commodity. it reminded me that's of yeah
3: when favorite. I played on the Apple Two yeah, Winter exactly. Games <laughs> on the Apple Two, and I loved it. I love this game, and that's why games. I've been that's why I've been waiting on this game to go on sale. So go for I have it. Been
2: waiting for some time for this to go on sale myself, and maybe it's a generation so, thing. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is it is it strictly because of the type of game, or is it easy achievements?
2: Um, it's more the I mean, type you, of game. You, Uh, You you have
0: a lot of gamer score in it. You just got it.
2: Yes, I actually just started it uh, last night. And the game will spit out the first ten or so achievements at you without even batting an eye. There is a little bit of a haul on the backside of it. I would probably expect to spend at least six to eight hours, I would guess, just from what I've played of it. But Now... It's not an unenjoyable, I don't think, six to eight hours.
0: Yeah, it seems like the last achievement you'll get is winning 250 times. Um, do you have enough experience to know that if if my nephew would like this game? Mm.
2: I am about 100% confident your nephew will thoroughly enjoy the game.
0: And they'll love that <laughs> love one that level. <laughs> 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 that one jump over. And over and over.
2: Yes, and, over. I, and for those that are, want, yeah, you're exactly right. This is something your nephew will enjoy playing while you're taking a nap.
1: Excellent. If you buy Love this
0: game, to hear that.
1: If you buy this game, you might get a random uh, request from me to play the game, like I did to Anigo last night.
2: <laughs> yes, L stepped up to the plate, hit a home run last night, sent me a message and said, "Invite me to your game." There is one multiplayer achievement. You just have to play one game online with somebody and and boom without any solicitation, l you know even though he is a Giants fan stepped up to the plate and and helped out a Pats fan so we, we can commend <laughs> him for that
1: yes we are all brothers in the rebellion <laughs> that's
2: right for, for the greater good <laughs> never again. 'Cause I think it's a fifty point achievement too, yep. for about a minute's worth of work. <laughs> yep.
1: The loading time was that uh it is. longer than the game itself.
2: Yeah.
0: Speaking of uh I don't know, more sales. <laughs> Kush. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
4: have more sales
3: on your list. <laughs> well,
4: sorry, that was the worst
3: one of the night. I didn't put it on my sales <laughs> list, but let's just bring it up again. Mega party a too tough adventure. That's how you pronounce it. Is uh, just get those details out again nine dollars down from 30. Uh, and we talked about it, so why don't you just hit rewind and there you go? Um, in addition to that, Owl's Awakening is kind of a more traditional Metroidvania, um, and it is five dollars down from 10. Uh, this came out in 2019, November of 2019, and I streamed this on Mixer and it has been lost in the ether. Uh, so I don't think that exists anywhere. Um, this is the lowest price it's ever been. I enjoyed it. I don't remember why I stopped playing it. Probably something shiny. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was decent at the time. And I'm picking this up and we'll go back and complete it. Along that main, uh, Control. $7.50 down from 30 This is a third-person shooter from Remedy. It seems super high quality. I've heard so many good things about it. I have dipped my toes in, gotten one or two achievements, and I just, I loved the control. And with all things I love, I am not playing it. I will come back around and play it uh, when I when I find that I need to put something uh, in my crawl that's like super good. Uh, one thing to note, there are two DLCs that are not included in this price, and they are $10 each normally. So maybe you can get them on uh, sale later. Um, Hold on. Yeah.
0: They're not included? They're, I'm
3: pretty sure. That, I don't wait. think they're included mm. in this version.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Control. Okay. It's normally 30 It's on sale for 750 Got it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Edition that's not on sale, it seems. Yeah, you're right. does contain it. Uh, otherwise, the game is in Game Pass. Yeah,
3: I didn't check but this. But like, like
0: you said, you like to own it. Yeah, so. I like
3: to own it. Uh, I didn't check to see if there was a bundle, uh, so that might be on the sale page. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking at this week. Uh, Just wanted to make another mention of Control, because I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's not one that you're going to want to... I mean, it's doable on a two-week notice from Game Pass, but it's probably not one you're going to want to really spend a ton of time on, because it can be a little lengthy at 20 to 25 hours for the base game, so... Just to uh, put a forewarning out there. All right. L. Yo, what, what up? What is your sls ls this
1: week? Oh, my God. Three years that to come better. up with that one. Right. I'll take it. it. I'll take it. Sell it. L way All right. I've got I and me, a puzzle platformer from Radalaika. It is... One of those games where you control two characters at the same time, and it's very confusing. But once you get the hang of it, it's quite fun. I did most of the game on my own. There's a couple towards the end I needed to consult a video. But there's also a button in the game where it gives you a hint. It basically spells out what to do in the beginning if, you, if you're if you stuck on how to begin. And then you can kind of piece out the rest. That is $5 down from 10 And then if we haven't talked about East Asia Soft enough, there is Zero Strain which could be a strain on your eyes because I just booted this game up before we started the show so I could have some first-hand knowledge on it. And I didn't know what the heck was going on. I expected a, a, a typical shmup, and it's not typical. You are uh, going from like a top-down from side to side. You're not just, uh, I don't know, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Just, just just stuff everywhere. and You need to shoot it. And there's this girl that talks to you and tells you what to do, and you ignore her, and then you don't know what you're doing anymore. <sighs> have you guys played this game? It is $4 down from 10 It's supposed to be 0 to 1 hour. I am. I, I've played it. I got up to the sixth level. So I only have to get up to 9 levels and beat the last boss, but I'm, I've been dying now. Am I supposed to go back and do the old stages again?
2: Do you remember? Um. I don't know what's going you know on. What? I don't have a very good recollection of this game. I probably he played it was that easy. like 70 completions It was probably easy. <laughs> yes. than I, which was Me last week. <laughs> 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 All right, well. Actually, I believe this might have been a leapfrog game, to be honest. Oh, uh, that's, looking at the time stamps, that's another was. lifetime ago. It's a blur. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that seems like an eternity ago. though no, I do remember I did struggle a little bit um, later in the game. And I think you have to. There's a certain a ship you have to buy, if I remember correctly. I'll, I'll have to go back in, All right. but I think you have to buy a certain ship. I was rushing. I was rushing. I
1: kept dying, so maybe I'll yeah. watch a video or something. But anyway, that's four dollars down from ten, so that's a pretty good price. That one caught
3: my attention, but I kind of put it on the back burner, or you know, on a you know checklist way, way far back, just because anytime the screenshots have blur in them. I, I worry. <laughs> I just worry <laughs> that the game's going to be a blurry, can't follow mess.
1: Worry about the blur, blur. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot of shooting. A lot of colors. A lot of... Yeah, it's a little confusing.
2: What about you, and it can be hard to track your ship sometimes because there's just a lot going on. Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
0: Manic. So... This week has a ton of games that are either first sales or rare sales, but a lot of deep percentages off. And Black Sad Under the Skin is finally on sale digitally. $10. Now, this is 80% off. This is normally a $50 game. If you remember, I talked about it several months ago, I think in February, and I picked it up about this price physically because the digital version never goes on sale. And here it is. I'm, I'm, this price is tempting enough to where it's like, oh, I kind of want it digitally. I don't have to worry about a disc.
4: <laughs> but this
0: is, that, this is that kind of Telltale-like game, uh, very narrative-driven uh, game. You're kind of solving cases. Um, I don't really have a good heel on how long it would be. But it was very interesting. Uh, one thing to note is it took me, like, the load times were not good. I'm actually kind of curious to how it works on the Series X now. Uh, but I know some people were very interested in this game because you play Detective Cat. Uh, what we learned is this actually is derived from a book series. Um, and so if you have any knowledge of that, then you might be interested in this. I believe this is also uh, w- a
3: French comic book. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say like it, this is not typically my jam of a game. Uh, too much, too much reading. But I want to <laughs> say that I'm not done with it. Uh, I don't know. I, I like the uh, I like when it's animals for some reason uh, being like real people. Uh, that just gets me. Another game that I just checked has not been on sale is uh, a Vayner, and it's one that I think is vastly underplayed 130 tracked gamers on ta and that's called escape from tethys and it's a sometimes you game uh basic but satisfying is how i would describe it uh and it's probably it's probably better than at least 30 percent of other veiners out there on the list um Whoa. i think it's very underrated i would yeah there's like a 100 painters 107 you know 10 or 12 are not out yet. So I don't know. I, I think it's underrated. If you're into Vayner's, definitely check that out. It's only six bucks, normally 10. Um, but yeah, first time sale that I can tell. Uh, actually, it may have launched cheaper and then it went up in price. And this is the first time back down, just to note. And then the last two things I want to recommend purely for my friend Elroy OMJ's uh recommendation because i know if he were here he would want us to shout the praises of sobaka studio if you've heard recently on some of his extra segments uh nine monkeys of shalom not uh, not not the uh the other version uh that is 12 bucks down from 30 to beat him up uh but more importantly redeemer enhanced edition is only six dollars down from 30 in Elroy has very 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 high praise of this game uh I've only dived it, but it it was not bad. I would definitely play more of it and I'm and I, Kush has uh Kush has talked highly about it as well
3: yes, so good sales there's a lot of stuff in the sales like i I don't like to mention everything, but go look at the sales this week they're they're interesting, yeah there's a ton
0: uh there's a lot of good lego sales if you don't have the lego games uh i, I did notice that but ton of stuff this week for whatever reason and a lot of, like i said a lot of first times uh or a lot of rare sales as far as some titles go uh definitely going to check out uh tight of two like probably ultra ski jumping to be honest <laughs>
2: <laughs> now all I, right i got a question for yeah the, the panel actually and I'm going to throw a curveball here at you guys because you bring it up an awful lot and you just mentioned it in your sales. Apparently uh, there seems to be a very deep passion for painters amongst Mm -hmm. this group. Uh, I've spoken to Elle about it before and might be a a little on the spot here, but do you guys have a, I'm somebody that is not into the genre. Do you guys have a game that you would recommend possibly out of the, you know, and, as a good jumping-off point that somebody could complete, get them into the genre and be able to enjoy it and maybe learn a little bit about it.
0: Definitely not Castlevania or Metroid Prime. <laughs> no.
2: um, that was like a fufu level troll. A little, but do you have yeah, like, you a, like a trade of wheels, like an entry-level game that you guys would recommend to?
0: Yeah, and and now I got to look it up. Um, so maybe Kush can go first, uh, being like easy. It doesn't always mean good, so let me see about score-wise. Do you have anything, and I know I it's a curveball
2: for you guys, but I, I, I had to ask because it, it's a... You know a, what my answer is.
3: <laughs> yeah, we know what your answer is, and it's wrong. But, Corey, I think Ow. I know what yours is going to be. I know what
1: yours is going to be. Yeah.
3: Well, okay, what's mine going to be?
1: Yours is going to be Ori.
3: No. Oh. Huh. No. <laughs> nah. You have to earn Ori. Ah. Ori is good. Oh. <laughs> you need to appreciate oh. Ori. You have to dip your toes... Be worthy enough for Ori. Uh, I would actually recommend, and this is weird, um, uh, the Mummy Demastered. Oh, I think the Mummy Demastered is a very good intro to a classic Metroidvania scheme. Um, it's interesting. It's a shooter-based Metroidvania, uh, and it plays a lot like Super Metroid. Um, it is the most Super Metroid of games, maybe. Uh, with, um, oh gosh, what's the one?
1: Uh, Axiom Verge.
3: Yeah, thank you, Axiom Verge. Maybe Axiom Verge aside, it is the most Super Metroid-like. I would say it probably even beats Axiom Verge from what I've played of it in, in terms of its you know direct ties, lineage-wise, DNA-wise, to Super Metroid. Uh, so that I think that'd be a great intro.
0: Uh, that That's a really good answer. And uh, as far as the completion goes, it's not terrible. Um, yeah, you, you do have to do some like some saves coming to get the completion easier because they want you to not die. Um, but otherwise it's, it's fine. That's actually, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show before or not because I have terrible memory, but with the series X, I'm actually using the limited hard drive space to uh, prioritize my games. And with the Vayner's, I have like three or four loaded on the mummy demastered, made the list because I have one achievement left and that's just cleanup. Um, and that's, a, that's with a lot of these, a lot of Metroidvanias is, there, there's cleanup with the collectibles, um, typically. Um, so, yeah, th- good, very good choice. I, I do agree with that. Now, I cannot get away from, and I've mentioned it before, Like, I, the, the 2D platformers are my favorite. I can't, it, it takes a lot to really beat that, if, if any really can, for me. And I, I always go back to the one that kind of brought me into the genre without even knowing it, because I didn't even know that, what the term was before uh talking to the moose here really uh and it's not easy completion by any means and that's shadow complex um, the remaster version really for xbox thing. one yeah i just i can't get away from it it's so so good and what i mean the only things i have left to do are like hard playthrough in a quick amount of time and 100 percent run in a quick amount of time and Unfortunately, that kind of comes with the territory of Metroidvania's. Speedrunning is uh, a thing with them, so uh, sometimes you got to play through them multiple times and you got to do it fast. But the game, this game in and of itself, is just—it was so good, and uh, I, I, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, just to get into the genre, I think. Yeah, Shutter Complex uh, and is and it, great. It, yeah, and part of why I like Metroidvania is, is one, it's not overly convoluted genre like we said earlier like 107 games right now and and, you know a good handful are not out yet in that count but then you can spin it in so many different ways that all the games feel different um they all like i don't know like guacamelee feels different than shadow complex than batman arkham you know they all just have their own little things that make them unique carry on you know it's they're like totally different games, but they all have that same core value
1: uh, that I think we enjoy. Damn it, Corey. I was just going to say Carrion. Uh, Sorry, bud. Go for yeah, it. I would, I, I like
3: Shadow Complex so much. Sorry, Al. I, I like it so much. I, I would make that my second Vayner. Because uh, I think you need to earn that one, too. You need to earn Carrion? No, no, not Carrion. Shadow oh. Complex.
1: I was going to say do carrying because i have a sneaking suspicion it is leaving game pass next month um no july 23rd it came out so i would do that one just a sneaking suspicion and
2: And, and the the reason i i pose the question is i'm looking at my tag right now and i have two four six i have seven of them and I think you, this whole panel would laugh at the seven that Go I have. <laughs> Oliver. Um, <laughs> Jack <yes>. West. <laughs> I've done all of Paradox. <laughs> prehistoric uh, dude. Paradox soul. Prehistoric Ice-topia. dude. One of them I haven't started, which is Dust and Elysian Tale. <sighs> um. So, and I wanted to ask the question because you guys do talk about it quite often on the show. And you know maybe help some of the some people that might be listening because when I first joined the ah one hundred one, I didn't even know what the term Vayner meant. <laughs> I I had no idea. Um, looking through conversation, listening to the show, I started picking up. Obviously, figured it out. But again, I think it'd be something good for the community. You know, maybe somebody like myself, <laughs> where okay, maybe I want to try an actual. Vayner out. Where would I want to start at? And that's why I asked no, that question. It is a good question. Uh, I
0: love
1: that. I love that question. Yep. I mean, if you still have Guacamole kicking about, you know I was going to hear next. I mean, I do love it because it's got co-op, but even alone, I would say on hard it actually gets pretty gets quite difficult, but on normal, um, it mixes exploration with fighting with platforming with humor it just does everything well music yeah
0: fun fact Guacamele was the other Vayner that made it the, to the series x install for me because yeah. i have to uh i have to do the hard playthrough i i didn't know enough to uh that you could do a cheat code to do that first playthrough <laughs> uh, so good. i
1: think you would have turned you off completely if you had done that honestly
0: probably because the first yeah. guacamelee has those it's terrible t- challenge rooms that yeah I somehow finally managed, but
3: now I know in the Vayner room. Just you know, I don't have any experience with it. I don't think Corey does. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom has been brought up as a very good intro, as well. Um, So lots of lots of choices for your first few. Maybe
1: Outland, something a little small scale.
3: I was thinking Outland think as well. Choices. Maybe you know, Gato Robato is not in Game Pass anymore, but that was actually a pretty good intro too. It's a it's a very small Vayner. Um, but it's very concentrated. It's got a lot of the, the Viener, uh, you know, skipping ahead, you know, shortcuts, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that? Um, sequence breaking. So it's got sequence breaking, uh, as, as an achievement, which is really cool. Um, so yeah. Oh man, I just love that genre.
2: No, this is really good information. And, and again, you know, through a little bit of a curveball there to you guys, but I felt like it wouldn't hurt to actually get, get some folks, you know, again, wanting to get into it.
1: Do you not have any, um, experience with Metroid games?
2: Very limited. Uh, even back in my NES days, I, I barely touched them.
1: All right. We'll still let you stay, but disappointing. So <laughs> I'm
0: going to turn it on to you, uh, just real quick, since, uh, this is your first time, uh, on the show proper uh you your genre of choice seems to be automobile is that correct (laughs) that is Is what it's called (laughs) you you are yeah i had to look there's simulation racing but there's also automobile and and you are number 19 on the uh, i guess the ta leaderboard uh which is which is high up there so there are almost 400 automobile games what how do you get into that or do you just have to be so focused on what you want. Like you said earlier, like horizons on there, but also for the motorsport. And I know I will never play Motorsport.
2: No. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, that it's crazy. You probably just have to it, love
0: it, it in general.
2: It's a don't get me wrong, it's a gorgeous game. Forza is an absolutely gorgeous game visually. It's it's probably the most jaw dropping game you will actually play on an Xbox. Uh, but with with that being said to somebody getting into the genre, no, uh, it's definitely not the starting point, <laughs> uh, for sure. Now I personally think horizon now for their achievement list did get a little bit tougher from everything that I've seen, but the first, second, and third ones are really good jumping points into the entire racing genre where you're, might have a little bit of a grind. You're going to get that with any 4 as a game. But for experience-wise, you're going to get a little bit of arcade, a little bit of rally racing, a little bit of not so much simulation, but you're going to kind of get a feel for all racing types by playing Horizon.
0: Yeah, to somebody like, again, Metroidvania is very compact uh, uh, genre as far as number of games go just looking at the the leaderboard and seeing 400 games like if if i wanted to focus that's just so hard do you wish it was uh segregated out more like arcade racing specifically or top down whatever
2: yeah they used to on TA there there was this big to do i'm going to say maybe 2 or 3 years ago where they introduced the automobile genre I wasn't crazy about it. It should strictly be arcade racing, simulation racing. But then they had to bring in the automobile because, I guess, for reasons unknown to me, they motorcycle racing and all this, which to me is still racing, whether it's on two wheels, four wheels, whatever. Racing's racing. Mm -hmm. Even if you're using two feet, racing's racing. I mean, you play a racing game, it doesn't matter what you're using. They're all pretty much designed similar to some degree. So, but they introduced this whole automobile thing. And that was because people were trying to get horse racing into the genre. And (laughs) I mean, okay. It's, I mean, would anybody disagree that horse racing is still racing at the end of the day? I mean.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. One horsepower.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it, it really kind of got twisted on its head. It's hard to keep up with that leaderboard. Um, I'm Very difficult. Like you said, 400 games, it's super saturated, littered with discontinued, unobtainables. I mean, it's, it's a rough leaderboard. <laughs> I've been working on it for like a better part of 10 years
0: yeah i can imagine uh, i i like i like ours. it's nice and small and it, it's like we it's like a scavenger hunt when i'm
2: looking at coming soon to see if
0: oh is this a vayner it kind of looks like when i see a map <laughs> so it's always exciting when we you get a new one
2: and, and i'm on the exact opposite I, on the coming soon i'm like uh another racing game oh no because <laughs> i've already got a stack i haven't even touched yet
0: <laughs> well we'll have to we'll have to see what's coming soon soon uh, but first, I want to just remind you, uh, Games with Gold, uh, you only have a few days left to redeem Armello. Um, you have to the midway of June for Dungeons 3, uh, and your time, time is almost up for Tropico 4, so get those if you want them. And now, we have coming soon, but first, a little present for your ears. Enjoy.
2: In a world of backlog anxiety,
3: playing one of your 5,000 games,
2: one man's mission is to defy this anxiety and look into the future. We need more games. From the folks who brought you Wheelin' and dealing and Brad Camp, an Achievement Hunting 101 production, we present to you, coming real soon. Oh my. I love it. Well, that's great.
1: <laughs> we have reached a oh, new high. Oh
0: boy! Yes, thank you for that. L- your lovely voice in that in that little that present, Anigo. <laughs> you were quite. Oh well boy, I've listened to that many to many times. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yours too, l Yours too. Thanks for your
1: contribution. In yep. <laughs> in infamous
0: all right all right june 1st brand new month (laughs) starting the week off tuesday june 1st we have uh quite a few games coming out of note dreamworks spirit lucky's a big adventure for your uh horse fans out there Uh, i don't know if there's any racing but uh, i do know this is a license-based game and i know one person who has it bookmarked oh yeah (laughs) also coming out (laughs) i wasn't gonna mention names but it's Koosh. uh Super Animal Royale. You'll remember Uh this is a free-to-play game. Yeah, it's a uh, fight for for survival. Uh. (laughs) Survival. It is a free-to-play game, 64-player battle royale, uh, but it's a little bit different. Top-down, 2D-style battle royale. If you're a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, one of the perks will be a Founders Pack for free. So uh, I'm definitely going to check it out when it drops and i know waka will and i'm sure he'll have his own review of that soon but uh actually looks pretty fun Uh, i'm interested in that one we need to get 64 people in the community to play it together just saying you know what we can probably (laughs) we have more than 64 people so that is definitely doable uh this one i probably normally wouldn't mention but we have a couple new uh New, new children in the community. Uh, well, their parents are in the community, not them. And <laughs> so I just want to mention, it. this game is called My Child Lebensborn. And it's a a simulation-raising game adopt, adapted from real-life events where you play the child's adopter. So you have to allocate time and resources uh, and work to get money and interact with the child. Like, it's Parenting Simulator 101. I just such a weird thing. I don't know but I want to see it and I want, I want Fufu to play it for some reason. Uh, Oh boy.
1: I'm watching a video of this right now and it's pretty scary.
0: Oh boy. Uh, I'll have to check that out later. Also,
1: (laughs) you're bathing your kid. Oh Oh my God. It looks so great.
0: Uh, Hopefully less ovens. Also (laughs) coming out on the same day, June 1st is, uh, a game probably that appeals to L, Ghost and Goblins Resurrection. This uh, is a brand no new <laughs> game in the Ghost and Goblins hard. universe. It's got to be a little easier, mm, right?
1: Too difficult. Oof.
0: I looked at it, and it looks like Ghost and Goblins in today's day and age. So uh, I don't know how difficult it is, but if you like that game and you're old, you'll probably like this. Um, right. There's a couple other games coming out. Uh, they don't look too memorable. Um, so yeah, we'll move on right on Wednesday, May second. Uh, the Bunny series is coming out with Bunny Factory. Uh, they normally take a game mechanic and like that's their that's their niche for that game, like Bunny Minesweeper, Bunny Sudoku. Bunny Factory is just three D puzzles. It was hard to like get a specific puzzle type for the game, but. There it is. It's called Bunny Factory. Uh, train Station Renovation. This lets you uh, re- renovate damaged train stations. Fufu would probably love to play it. And uh, if you like things like House Flipper, this it will probably appeal to you too. Thursday, May 3rd, we have a game that uh, is called Astalon Tears of the Earth. Uh, this is a 2D platformer. Uh, old school pixel style graphics and you have three different adventurers on a mission to save their village from impending doom it kind of looks like uh, a metroidvania that has a map they boast exploration uh, kind of me and kush were talking about earlier kind of has some Mega Man type vibes to it as well and uh, it looks pretty good i definitely am interested in it for sure Monster Harvest is also coming out, and it is basically... It says it's a monster collecting and farming action RPG with a twist. Um, and now, Kush, I know you're thinking about this, because the next sentence says, Grow, collect, and mutate your crops yeah. and take them into battle. This is different than t- Atomic uh, it, it This basically looks like Stardew Valley with monsters slash Pokemon type thing. It looked like turn-based battles. But you definitely are uh, upholding a farm and crafting a lot of stuff. Uh, it did not look, as as far as it sounds like a ton of crops, it did not look like it played anywhere near it. So good, I guess. Uh, if any of that interests you, you probably want to take a look at Monster Harvest. Uh, Open Country is a hunting game. I don't know the last time we got a hunting game. They seem to be few and far between these days, but... If you're a real outdoorsman, maybe open country is for you. Friday, June fourth. If you know about the Last Kids on Earth, uh, it's a kids' book series and show. My kids watch. Do the you show. know about it,
1: L? Yeah, my kids watch the show.
0: Yeah, I I have no uh, I have no experience with it. Definitely seems like uh, something in uh, your kids' uh, like age levels it's, and, and whatnot. It is interesting. The game looks good. I'm not gonna lie; it <laughs> looks like a quality game. Uh, it, I don't know the gist of what they do. Do they always just fight monsters, or yeah? Do you know?
3: I was I was yep. actually watching that because I want to <laughs> play this, and uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch the show a little bit. I know my daughter has dabbled in it, and it seems like there is this long running thread where. They're trying to fight these monsters and collect uh, relics from them to put them in this monster journal, and I don't know what's going to happen with that. I feel like I feel like there's a twist in the story uh, that has to do with that. So, but it, it does look like yeah. it's very closely tied to the show. So
0: that's cool. Yeah, it definitely seems uh, it's like you know 3D kind of isometric kind of Diablo style. There's four people. I don't know if it's co-op or you can switch between them or not. Um it's probably local co-op, if any. Uh but yeah, The Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom is what the game is called. And that comes out on Friday, June 4th. Um Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. I'm guessing that some people really like that. I have no I no experience with the sniper games. I hear good things though. So that's happening. Uh Donuts and Justice is the a game. I thought this was a visual novel. I wasn't even gonna mention it, but it's not. It's actually uh Kind of like a beat-em-up, but with guns. So I guess it's a shoot-em-up. <laughs> and uh, you take on the role of cops, two cops in the 1980s. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm interested in it, you know. like I'm hoping it's uh, an hour completion, but it looks like it'll be enjoyable hour at that. Uh, probably the last one I'm going to mention, Off and On Again. This game looks like uh, an N-Plus type game. Maybe a little closer to Pinkman Plus, that a game from a few weeks ago. Uh, it looks like you just have short little puzzles and you're just one little neon man trying to jump through the obstacles. So, probably going to be decent. It's all going to depend on how tight that platforming is. So, that is your coming soon. Coming real soon. Sorry. Messed up my own thing.
2: has to say it. <laughs> yeah, he does. Coming real soon. <laughs>
0: there it is. All right.
3: Kush, remind us what our contest is for the month that is nearing its completion. Right. This is the month of May, and our gamer tag is Saucy Slingo with the wildcard game South Park the Fractured Butthole. Any new achievement or previous completion equals one draw max. And the bonus is now that saucy. Achievements that don't end in zero or five are equal to one bonus draw per achievement. Limit one per game. And we will have a new gamer tag announced on next week's show.
0: Yes, next week's show is the live show, because it is the first Tuesday of the month, and Kush can correct me if I'm wrong, but you always have a couple days to put in entries. Now, we do not plan on drawing the winner for this one on that show, right? Right, yeah. Now, we want to give people okay. a
3: day or two to make sure their lists are up to date. So, we'll announce the winner two weeks out, but we will announce the new gamer tag next week. There
0: you go. And for people who don't participate and they they may be either interested uh this is just a discord channel get in and get on a google sheet and it's retroactive for the month so you might have already unlocked half of these achievements and you'd only need to unlock one to have a chance to win so uh definitely look for that all right now on to brag camp uh once again you guys are going nuts with the uh all the different competitions and promotions going on so We, uh, we have different, uh, we have a lot of stuff and, uh, sorry if your name gets cut. No hard feelings. Here we go. Death dealers has passed the milestone for 190 completed games. Tony Calzoni, not only passed the milestone for 195 completed games, but also 215 crazy week for Tony Calzoni there. A gray shark, uh, one of our newest TA friends, 325 completed games, And Kush Moose, 330 completed games. Good job, Kush. A big one here. Retro Chief, 1969, passed 335 completions and 375 and all the ones in between. That is 40-plus games he completed in a week. Nuts. Nuts. Don't mind that his ratio is probably 1.17, but 40 games, that's still nuts. Dude with the face. Got ten completions, getting up to four twenty. What the fuck? Four thirty-five to four forty-five. Northern last four fifty-five to four sixty. Um, Matrak and Rossos Ross passed five hundred and seventy-five completed games. Uh, we had a little battle last week between Mental Knight, Legohead, and Chewy. Uh, they were all <laughs> at each other's heels, and uh, that is continuing. They have all passed seven hundred ten completions, seven hundred fifteen completions. And the Lego head is the only one to get 720, so he is out on head on this little competition that is only happening in my brain and nowhere <laughs> else. <laughs> MDP, uh, one of our top scoring rebels, passed 700, 765 completions. Sorry, uh, Yinga Garten, 800 completions. Prue at 860, uh, Railbait at 860 as well. A, uh, a, a very high score on the Empire team. Elroy OMJ at 870. Inferno 118 at 910. Toastile Venom at 1030. And Inigo Montoya himself at 1,355 completed games. What? Oh, totally You don't like competition at all. I hate myself.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, that's it. We're going to pass it on to you, Kush, for Ratio. People have been playing hard games this People week, buddy. People
3: have been playing hard games. It's hard to believe with all the trash they're also playing. Uh, Northern Last, however, has hit a new milestone with a ratio of 1.4. Uh, Chesno, eh, also 1.4. Red, 047, with a ratio of 1.5. Oz Buffanatic, with a ratio of 1.6. Dude with the Face, 1.6. And Lord of Doogie69, also 1.6. In streaks, we have LA B1, Lab 1, I guess, on a 44-day achievement win streak, which is a new personal best. Fug with a 50. Uh, Lucas 1987 with 100. It's LiveX with 250. Philip Wendell with 375. AS Unknown 1 with 425. Rossos Ross at 600. Enigma Gamer 77 at 900. Xneo 21 at 1,050. Seamus McLimey, 1,700. Waka Pale at 2,775 and a Matruck with 2,800 days.
2: Okay, uh, gonna be honest with everybody, a little nervous about doing this, but I feel better because I have seen the live show, so I don't think I could do any worse. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> six uh, shots fire! All right, here we go with achievements one. We have Sincere Seeker six with 7,000 achievements, Freedom Girl 85, 10,000 achievements. AlexRD, 10,000 achievements. Retro Chief, absolutely killing it right now with 11,000 achievements won, helping out that rebel cause. Ice Fire TN has hit 18,000 achievements. What the fuck, with 21,000, also another rebel helping out the cause. Chewy on Ice, the captain, the leader himself, 23,000. MDP73, the, the heavyweight of the team, 24,000. We have Officer Zero, has hit twenty-five thousand achievements. One RPG Davy twenty-five thousand achievements. Elroy O M J with an eye popping thirty-one thousand achievements. One, and in gamer score we have Sincere Seeker has hit two hundred thousand gamer score. Tony Calzoni, who we'd all like to forget temporarily, (laughs) three hundred thousand gamer score. Dark Lord Davis, three hundred thousand gamer score. Retro Chief, nineteen sixty nine, four hundred thousand gamer score this week alone. J Black, four hundred thousand gamer score. Cabo seventy three, five hundred thousand gamer score. A gray shark hitting the half a million, and I can't remember if he said he hit it on the head or not, but good job, gray Hammerhead. Shark. <laughs> That's right. He, he did hit on that. Dude with the Face, 650,000 gamer score. MDP 73 has hit 750,000 gamer score. Rossos Ross, 800,000 gamer score. And we're going to turn it over to you, Al.
1: Oh, don't be so noble and humble. Nigel Montoya had (laughs) 1.25 million gamer score. That's like a lot of foofs. (laughs) 0.5. (laughs) <laughs> NTA score Tony Calzone has 450,000 Chesno 550,000 Hank XD Is that XD or is that like a smiley face type thing? Five, 550,000 Retro Chief 600,000 Mark B and Sir Polygon 700,000 Matthew H00 800,000 JZARP 43 and KBO 73 850,000 Seamus McLimey and Enigma Gamer 900,000 as well as Nightwolf, nine hundred thousand. Northern Last, nine hundred and fifty thousand. Mike Pitch <laughs> it was pretty funny. I think he got the one million, and like didn't even realize it because all the uh, Zidlon Win Ten games came out, the update, so they were inflated for that moment. So he blew past the one million TA score. MDP one point uh, one TA score. Vulgar Latin one point three TA score. Rosos Ross, 1.4. Mad Eye 1.8. Inferno, 1, 1, 1.8. 2.2. Jimbot UK, 2.250,000. And Lucas 1987 with 3 million TA score. In leaderboards, I will go in the backwards alphabetical order today to change it up. X Neo 21X is in the top 50 of the gamer scored leaderboard for Vayner's. Vulgar Latin. Our very own is now in second place overall in Nebraska TA. Very nice. Unstoppable KD is in the top fifty of the Texas TA leaderboard for management. Uh, Sabin's Rochal is in the top two thousand of the TA difference leaderboard. Retro Chief is in the top two thousand of the USA USA TA leaderboard. Philip Wendell is now in the top fifty of the Georgia TA leaderboard. Northern last top two thousand of TA. Mental Night 5. This is is a good one. In the top 100 of the games played leaderboard. All right. Mark B is in the top 200 of the England TA leaderboard for point and click. Lucas is in the top 10 of the TA leaderboard for action. Dude with the face is in the top 1,000 of the gamer score. Leaderboard for racing. Man of your own heart and ego. (laughs) <laughs> Chewy on Ice is in the top 200 of the England TA leaderboard. Very nice. Casual Exile is in the top five of the Oceania TA leaderboard for Platformer. Now, is that like from Lost or something? Is Oceania a real place? <laughs> I don't think so. Ben L 72 is in the top 10 TA leaderboard for Vayners and at number one in England TA leaderboard for Metroidvania. Feel like Ben L seventy two is very underrated when it comes to the Vayner
2: leaderboards. Isn't is Oceania, isn't that Australia and New Zealand? Nah, it's from Lost. Pretty sure it's where Aquaman's from,
1: but <laughs> exactly. Oh. <That's... laughs> Mamoa. Bed home is in the top. is in the top? No. I lied. He is number one in the TA leaderboards for Windows first person shooters. That is very specific, but he's number one, so that's awesome. Ace is in the top 10,000 in Achievements one leaderboard. And last but certainly not least, Alex R. Davies is in the top 500 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Platformers and third in the England TA Difference Leaderboard for Vayners. All right. Last but not least, we have the brag Campions uh, in which people nice. submit random things that they think were brag worthy. Um, my favorite, I think, is J Black completed Spiral Splatter, which <laughs> seems to be like a white You're dead to me. Like <laughs> a white whale. Oh, you- <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't
3: wasn't just that? It was also that he completed it without destroying a controller.
2: It wasn't that bad, guys. <laughs> I enjoyed the game. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't think it was difficult either, but. <laughs> I mean
3: Many it caused my eyes trouble. to bleed. My <laughs> eyes bled for three days, but the game itself wasn't so bad.
1: <laughs> All right. Terrible. Uh Tony Calzoni and AZ Mongoose did uh, the zombie Zombie Army 4 campaign in nightmare mode called None More Hard it's giggity, which is a fourteen ratio, so he bragged about that one. Uh, Chip, ahaizo, <laughs> retro chief, and living legends did four player cooperative story mode in Rainbow Six Vegas. I guess you have to do that if you want to do that online, you got to do that soon before server closure. And that was a 2.5 ratio. Uh, Wakapel got an achievement in Warface called Crouching Tiger with a 12.47 ratio. Crazy Catman. Was the 7th person to finish a game called 60 Seconds. I really don't know much about that game, but he got a Danger Zone achievement with a 9.25 ratio. And Living Legends uh, got the Team Champion <laughs> multiplayer achievement in Graw, which is just a madness. That's where you need like 16 Xboxes or 24 Xboxes and $20,000 electricity bill and something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that... I'm checking now. I'm wondering, is that like the first person since Randy? Or is it like an it, easier one?
1: But first person that we know about it.
2: Yeah. I suddenly yeah, don't I'm hate myself that.
1: anymore. <laughs> Until you go for it yourself.
2: <laughs> I, I will never go for that.
1: <laughs> and uh, then, uh, to top it off, he played pure Hold'em. And got the pure poker achievement, which is to reach level 100. And it looks like he's the ninth person to do that. And that's a 24 ratio. <laughs> so this guy, I do don't—I feel like he's new to our Discord I, I want to learn more about him. He seems to chase those crazy high ratio achievements. But he also hangs out with Chip, so uh, he's a little suspect, if you ask me.
2: <laughs> Anybody who hangs out with Chip is suspect.
1: Very suspect. Highly suspect. All right, that was brag camp.
0: Well, guys, I think that was a show. Woo! It was a show, not not the whole show. We do have some extra content coming up right after this. That comes in the form of Elroy O M J and a surprise guest. I'm not going to tell you who his other half is this week, but Elroy will be on there for sure. He loved that guy. Also, Walk Pill will be following up after that, and then. We'll be here next week live on Twitch for our monthly show. Again, that is the show where we do all of our giveaway drawings. Uh, patrons get drawn for a, uh, a special prize. Uh, Twitch subs get drawn for special prize. So if you have Amazon Prime, that would be a free subscription. Get your chance for there for free. If you're watching the show you'll have a chance to win something. And then, like Kush said, uh, we normally draw our Gamertag Challenge winners, but Being the first of the month, we'll give you a couple more days to get entries in, so we'll go ahead and announce that next tag so you can get started, and we'll announce that winner the following week. So we hope you'll join us. We always play a game for about an hour, and then we record this part of the show live. It's always a good time, and uh, the people that show up, we have chat, and it's just blowing up, and it's kind of like... It's like its own little party on the side that we can't really participate in. But I I love to see it go by. So uh, that's twitch.tv slash AH101 if you would like to join that party. Your hair
1: is like a little party in the back going on pretty soon, buddy. You're not going to see this uh, next week. It's going to be
0: gone. It's going to be gone.
1: (laughs) Got to get beach ready.
0: We're also on Twitter and Discord and YouTube. YouTube come find us there. Uh, we try to be uh, a little active on there, but discord, obviously that's where the party uh, never stops happening. So there we go. All right. With that, I guess I'm going to leave you guys and uh, you can enjoy the rest of the show.
1: Thanks for joining us. Any party Inigo. words?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Thanks. And hey, Montoya thanks, for, thanks your for your first panel me. appearance. Like, now hey, that it, you it got that out of the way, you can join
2: uh, more regularly. Right. Uh, uh, Anytime. Anytime you guys need me. All
1: right. You
0: heard it here first, folks. What is this pink slip you You were sending me? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, guys. Body's in warm. No, it was really awesome having you on. All right. Join us anytime. With that, have a good day. class. class is dismissed.
4: Wah, 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 wah.
2: It's Generation X. It's Generation X. I Gen Xbox. Xbox. I Get Xbox. Igenic. Xbox. Igenic. Igenic. Get Xbox.
5: Get Xbox. Get Xbox. Welcome everyone, including millennials, to a brand new segment called Gen Xbox. This segment features two old fogies from Generation X who got lost on the way to an iHop breakfast and who ended up as Chivo hunters. Back in their day, they hunted mammoths. Now they just hunt imaginary electronic points on the internet and talk about it with a bunch of people they consider friends, even though they may have never met. What they talk about is a recent game they've played, uh, a game that they play for points, that reminded them of a game that they played back in the good old days, or perhaps we'll just get uh, reflective just in general. Who knows? We're not really sure. We're old and confused. So, which game was better? And how? They will probably be long-winded, but they promise to have it wrapped up in time for an 8 p.m. bedtime. It's time for Gen Xbox. I am Elroy Omj, and I am joined by my fellow Gen Xer, Freaky Ro. How the hell are you, man?
6: I am Freaky Ro. I am doing well. Um, it is past my bedtime, but you know I'm, I'm holding up, holding in there and staying up late. Took my uh, whatever whatever Ben Gay, so my joints feel good. I'm ready to go. <laughs>
5: metamucil man <laughs>
6: yeah <laughs> 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 gotta get that, that 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 fiber
5: yeah i hear you and man, fiber that's no joke no that, that's some good stuff you don't want to get backed up so um so we're old we're gen xers so yep. i but uh and those who uh you know are familiar with my body of work uh the om and omj actually stands for old man so i did know, not uh, know
6: that i was gonna i i actually have been to, i've been to ask you that several times but i, I yeah did not yeah it's know
5: uh that. it was uh it was a lot funnier back when I wasn't actually old. It was like, you know, was, I've had this tag since the early 90s and uh, I wasn't old back then and uh yeah, it was kind of an inside joke with a friend and but old man it's the O and the M. Nice. And now I have become an OM myself in, yeah, in yeah. actuality. So right, so yeah, I got
6: to think my I think I've had the freaky RO tag for and RO doesn't really stand for anything. It was just I had random letters in a tag I had before and I just changed it and whatever. But um I've, I think <laughs> I've had this tag since like the late 80s, early 90s, like AOL days yeah. is when I yeah, had this yeah, tag. Yeah, that's
5: what I uh, – you had to have a username. And yep. um, I, I was going to be just Elroy. And they said it had to be more than five letters on – this was back in the BBS days. Oh, yeah, and yes, uh, I remember. Yeah, and so <laughs> on the BBS, they wouldn't let me log in as Elroy. So I had to add some letters. And so uh, the joke was Old Man Johnson. It was a, a take <laughs> on those uh, shirts that said Old Man Johnson. Uh, uh, johnson and it was like a, a shirt that was popular in the late 80s i, or I, re- 90s. I
6: remember those shirts there, yeah, there yeah like the and no so, fear uh, shirts and the
5: yeah <laughs> yeah and that's that's kind of where uh yeah we uh where it came from uh well, it was or it was like big johnson big johnson that's it big nah, johnson. that's right yeah yeah. Even, yeah big johnson and then uh we changed it the old those. man johnson as a joke and uh it, it was that was the inside joke i see I, it's been so long i didn't figure out what the original joke was and so yeah and so then we abbreviate omj put it at the end of elroy and there you go i've been elroy omj right. ever since so now we know yeah. now we know
6: what it stands for I, mean, I don't even know if you can you're allowed to wear those shirts at high school anymore that, <laughs> yeah, like, I,
5: I doubt like, it they were a little risque even in the 90s but now i'm sure yeah got like yeah. all these you know if you don't know what we're talking about these shirts are like you know like big johnson uh tires and it's got like some dude that's like real pipsqueak guy but the joke is that he has a a big Johnson, and so the women all want him, and yeah. so there's like all these scanty clad women uh, all over the truck on the back, and, and you know it says Big Johnson Tires or something like that, or Big Johnson truck you know. I don't yeah, know. didn't they have like
6: a like a catch, like a joke on like Big Johnson Tires when you want to burn rubber all night, you know, some kind of <laughs> yeah, double entendre <laughs> know, or that'd something? Be good,
5: mate. <laughs> Did you make those shirts, That's <laughs> no, good, actually. I love it. Okay, well, so if you can't tell from that previous discussion, we are old. But since this is the uh, first time that we have recorded uh, this segment, uh, I thought it would be uh, prudent to uh, discuss our gaming credentials as an old Gen Xer so that people can know that we kind of, I don't know, know what we're talking about or just know how old we are. So, my freaky man. Lay out the credentials.
6: All right. Well, uh, let's see. I, shoo, I've i been gaming since the Atari 2600. It's so old, it had a wood paneling on the front. I don't know if you ever owned a 2600, but it oh, had. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking
6: about. Yeah. The wood paneling on the front of this thing. And it was, it was.
5: <laughs> we had it on our cars and we had it on our gaming <laughs> yes, systems. It was crazy. <laughs> it was amazing. And um,
6: I mean, yeah, I must have had over 500 cart, not 500, over 100 cartridges because we had the uh-huh. big carrying case that my dad oh, my dad oh, was nice. when we were younger my dad was like all up to date with like all the cutting edge stuff and now he's mm-hmm. a, now he's an even older fart than we are and calls me up to fix his iphone so but uh yeah so you know i started gaming with the 2600 the paddles and the joysticks and everything um
5: i have to ask on the 2600 because i thought i was uh like uptown charlie brown because i had the coleco uh you know attachment oh nice uh, nice yeah and uh uh, oh wait! No, no, no. It was a it was a Coleco with the Atari attachment. That's the way. It was. Oh, okay. I'm okay. so sorry. Yeah, yeah they, I know they had
6: yeah. a I know they had ColecoVision, and then uh, I think it wasn't the an, an Intellivision. Wasn't that like the sequel to the ColecoVision? Yeah.
5: Kind of. Yeah, the Intellivision. Uh, I just remember the paddles on that one. Yeah. specifically. So.
6: Yeah. So yeah, yeah I had the Atari twenty six hundred. I never got the fifty two or the seventy six hundred or whatever, the fifty eight or the seventy two hundred. We just had the twenty six hundred. A lot of games for that one. Um, you know pitfall and and i mean we also had a a pc back in the day i don't know what you would call a piece it was like a tandy (laughs) 186 you know like right (laughs) it it was what we never had like we never had the commodore 64 but we had friends that did you know played all the old games like police quest Mm. and king's quest and any kind of quest you wanted to have nice but um you know and then moved up to the nintendo and the super nintendo um and then after the Super Nintendo, when I went to college, it was the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Then I got the PlayStation 2 when that launched. And then when the 360 launched, I switched over to 360 because I, I believe that came out like a year before the PS3 did.
5: So yeah, I'm not I, sure on the timeline.
6: I switched over to the 360 and got that on launch. And um I I mean even in the beginning I wasn't really an Chiba Hunter. I just, mm-hmm. you know, played the games. I mean, I would go for them, but I wasn't like hardcore. And then, uh, you know, had the Xbox 360. And I think around 2007 is when I really kind of started going for Achievements, maybe 2008. And uh, I was on x360a.org before I even came over to True Achievements. I don't know if anybody remembers that site. I think it's still around. I don't know what it's called now. But um Yeah, it's
5: uh, before my day I wouldn't know that one. Yeah,
6: yeah, it might be just it might just be the Xbox I don't know. Anyway, it was X three sixty eight, it was like Xbox three sixty achievements dot org. And um I
5: mm-hmm.
6: was on that site with boosts and stuff, and then I found TA when we were doing the thousand man achievement, I think, in NBA two K seven. You had mm-hmm. to play with like a thousand men online or a thousand players online at one time. So everybody kind of from both yeah. sides coordinated and went online. And we got that. But um after Yeah, after I found True Achievements there, I kinda switched over and haven't been haven't gone back to that other website I don't remember. So (laughs) then, you know, three sixty and one I have over I'm coming up on four hundred twenty thousand sixty nine gamer score. I'm gonna try to hit that one right on the nose. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I mean gaming probably than some longer than a lot of these people in our Discord have been alive.
5: Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of. uh, I think that that's going to be uh, very true. Uh, A lot of these people have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, So this is probably for the older audience uh, that remembers all these uh, throwbacks. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but yeah, uh, yeah, so that's 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 pretty similar to um, my gaming history. I, I started. Uh, with the Atari and the Coleco and all that and mm-hmm. then uh for us uh my my best friend had a Commodore 64 so that's where I got into uh we played mule and mule and mule and then we break and play uh aliens uh it was like our alien uh where it, it was <laughs> it really freaked us out back in the day because like you uh if anybody did you play alien on the Commodore 64 I never did. Chance? Okay. All right. So let me tell you about this game. So basically it's you know retelling of the the movie and so you uh uh, basically are going through the spaceship trying to find all your crew members and then there's a randomly generated event where the alien barges in on you and fills up the whole screen and when he does this alarm goes off it's like wow <laughs> and so you know as little kids we would turn the, the volume up to the max on the TV and we would uh, because the the only sound in the game is like this heartbeat. it's like
6: doom doom. oh yeah dum.
5: oh yeah and then uh, like it starts to get a little faster when there's about to be an event. And then you never know what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, that alarm goes off, and the alien pops up on the screen. And as a kid, that that, that was like a Friday night, you know, scareathon. So, uh, so we had that wonderful memory. But, uh, but yeah, we just did the Commodore 64, and then I had an Apple II. And uh, that's oh, yes. where I got into all the King's Quest. Uh, the King's Quest. Uh, I forget which one was my first one. I went back and played them all. But the one that had uh, uh, the the wolf. Uh, as grandma, what's that tale? I forget. Oh, the, uh, yeah,
6: yeah. They all kind of just run the together. The lumberjack
5: kills. Yeah, that, that one, that was my, my entry level. And then eventually you get to the castle and you have to kill the vampire. Yeah. And I remember one of my childhood memories of that was that uh, you actually had to type in, uh, like, use the dagger to stab or something. It was like a really long sentence. And so we get to that part. and. I was so young; my typing skills were just utter garbage. I didn't know where all the keys were, and I could never type it in in time. To you had like a timer. <laughs> yeah, it was on a timer. Like he'd wake up and eat me, and or bite me, or whatever. And I turned it into a, oh, I don't forget I forget the death sequence, but yeah, I would die every time on that part. Yeah, so
6: it was so weird with those point and clicks because I remember there was a another King's Quest game where you had to throw a boot at a cat to stop okay. him from chasing a mouse, and the mouse helped you escape later. And if you didn't do that, and you had like three or four seconds to do it as the mouse, if you, if you didn't do it, then you, you couldn't finish the game because you always you it's always got design. captured and you needed the mouse to help you escape.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part, but that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I forget what that's I not, that was. It's like, like a, six a design or seven. flaw. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, and then also that's where I got introduced to the Zork series and, uh, and, and and that was a, those were kind of the big two series I played back then with Zork and King's Quest. And uh, we had those. Uh, I got those. I remember we went to the local computer store and bought those little uh, highlighter books where you can highlight it and show the answer of how to get past a certain parts. Oh, yes,
6: yes. I remember. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. I
5: still have some of those books laying around somewhere. And they're all, you know, it's like the the hint guide. And <laughs> so I had like a invisible ink that you could only be revealed with the, the highlighter. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's a few little odds and ends, but uh, then I just did the natural progression through the 8-bit, through the, you know, the 16-bit systems into the, uh, I went the, the more Nintendo route. I went the Nintendo 64 during college instead yeah. of the PlayStation 2, and and then uh, life started. I kind of went away from gaming for a bit, and then I came back and... I ended up with a Wii and then I ended up with a three sixty my brother didn't want and there here I am. So
6: Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. I've owned I've owned a Wii over the years, I've owned PS3, I've owned a, a GameCube. I'm really sorry I got rid of the GameCube, but other than
5: that Okay. That's the only Nintendo system besides the Switch that I've never owned was the uh the GameCube.
6: It's only worth it getting Mario Kart Double Dash. <laughs>
5: All right, since I like a miss, much I know there was like a Wind Waker or something like that. Yeah, I mean,
6: supposedly there's some good Zelda games on there, but I never played them. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
5: (laughs) (laughs) shoot, all right, yeah, I remember uh, on the Wii there was a Zelda game. um, I remember the moment that I stopped playing Zelda games, it was like a line in the sand. It was on the one that for the Wii where you were like a younger version and you were trying to win the hand of uh, Zelda mm-hmm. and uh, you are I don't know, flying dragons around like air place, air islands or something like that. I don't even remember what it was called. But I remember I had to use the damn Wii remote like uh, like I was bowling. And then I had to use it like I was fencing. And I could never get it to react correctly. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. And I, I literally stopped playing it. And I, I, don't, I think that was the last time I even turned on my Wii. I just was like... This is stupid. I I can't get it to do what I want it to do, you know. Because you had to like roll roll like a bomb to blow a switch to get progress, and I couldn't get to bowl. I couldn't get. I couldn't bowl the damn bomb. I kept throwing it straight out, and it's just yeah. That was the day that Zelda lost. Or er, yeah, Link and Zelda and Gang lost an avid <laughs> user. So there you go. I think,
6: I think my last Zelda game was um, A Link to the Past, Super Nintendo.
5: Oh wow, you you bowed out early. That was yeah. actually a good game. Too. I, yeah, I did. My, although my favorite Zelda game was Zelda 2.
6: Uh, okay, Link's in That's Adventure. That's a unpopular choice. I, I, I know it is. I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't. Maybe because it was such a deviation from the first Zelda game. You know, it went mm-hmm. from like a top down to like a side scroller. Right. But I mean I've really I played the heck out of that. I maybe it's because I was you know, when you're little you don't have throwaway <laughs> income to buy the you, 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 Exactly. You the you're crap. stuck with a game. Yeah.
5: <laughs> you get a game and you're like, oh dang man, this one sucks, but you're like, <laughs> yeah. Well I still gotta play it yeah. for the next still play you know, the two weeks, three it. weeks, exactly. a month, two months. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah Zelda two was my was my favorite Zelda game, so
5: Okay. Yeah. It's it's nice it's refreshing to hear someone that isn't the the you know, the well Majora's Mask is the best Zelda game because I mean, uh, it's so I mean, artsy and it <laughs> tells the life cycle of depression and, you know, denial. And and he's actually dead in the whole thing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
6: is, is he is he dead in the whole thing?
5: Uh, I think so. Oh, I think, geez, so. That I think is, uh, he died ugh. and then it's like him. Uh, he he goes through all the stages of grief. Uh, okay, and it actually is pretty interesting if you've played the game because no, I didn't no, pick up on, on that at all. But like you encounter uh, a character that's experiencing each one of the stages, mm-hmm. and then uh, like denial, for example, is these it, it comes along in the game where this there's this giant menacing moon that's about to crash into the city and everyone's just going about throwing like a celebration like nothing's going on okay. everyone's like getting ready for the big celebration and never mind there's this big freaking moon about to crash into the you know and no one's panicking or anything like that and then there's one where uh, you know and I, I forget but uh like angers where there's like some little monkey that this thing is like trying to kill and i, I don't know if you're familiar with the game you probably know what i'm talking about. Yeah. With, uh, but uh, yeah, if you miss, if you skip that one, then yeah. No, no like it, I know,
6: what's the other one on the, that's on the
5: GameCube, right? Uh, th- no, the other real popular one is Ocarina of that's Time. Most it. people, yeah, 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 that one came out right before, those two right in a row were kind of the, the apex of the Nintendo 64 days yeah, there. So. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'd say if
6: there's another game on the GameCube, Rogue Squadron was pretty fun. I did enjoy that one.
5: Okay. Hmm.
6: Yeah. That's, yeah, well, that's about it though.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've laid out our credentials, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> I think I everyone uh, could um... tell that we could sit here and talk about games for our, you know hours on end. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just kind of you know been a part of our lives. So, but uh, for this segment, what we wanted to do was uh, kind of find a game that either, you know kind of reminded us of something back in the day, and kind of compare the two for better or for worse, and just kind of I don't know. It was just an excuse to get you on for a segment. I mean, hey. was, uh, I've been.
6: <laughs> I, I've, I've been i mean, i know like I, I i've approached you for an idea for a segment and i know i wanted to record a segment and uh you know i'm just, I'm just glad we're recording something
5: <laughs> hey man just get ready for all the uh the fan mail okay oh, yeah. oh nice tag I... you don't tag me tag him and uh, <laughs> let him know everything just let him have it <laughs>
6: that's right give it to me
5: yeah all these hot takes about games from 30 years ago <laughs> <laughs> all right so well since i am your elder um I shall, uh, I shall decree, uh, and we always encourage people to respect their elders. So I shall right, decree right. that you go first, man. Talk to us. What, what do you got prepared? for? All right.
6: So I was, I was hemming and hawing um, for a while over this one. I know I messaged you back and forth about different games I was gonna uh, maybe, maybe talk about. Um, but since it is uh, May and it is Star Wars month, and I'm a big Star yep. Wars fan, um, I believe I've played a Star Wars game on every console I've owned uh mm-hmm. even including the 2600 they had uh you know star wars i think jedi academy like a lightsaber it was <laughs> yep. like a two-player lightsaber battle thing so um <laughs> i'm gonna go star wars and i'm not gonna go uh a more recent star wars you know, i was thinking like a fallen order i've completed that or battlefront you know on the xbox one but i'm gonna do a, a 360 one um the force unleashed the first one um and now um I just just heads up, spoiler alert. I'm not going to say a spoiler alert every time I give away a spoiler. I'm just going to talk <laughs> about the game, and if you too bad on you, I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> so
5: right on, man. Hey, I can roll like that. Right?
6: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's the game came out in uh, let's see, ninety something earlier. I think you're good. Early two thousands. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so yeah, spoiler. Alert. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, with uh, the Force Unleashed, the first one, you uh, you, you you know, you play as. Uh, eventually, you play as Vader's kind of apprentice to overthrow the um, the Emperor. Like he, he's he's training you. he Wants to overthrow the Emperor, and uh, I mean, I'm very rare. I'm very taking a big long game and kind of putting this into like 30 seconds. So, but on the first level, you play as Vader, and he he senses some powerful Force user on the on the Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet. So he goes through to find who it is. You go through the level. You, you kill this. Jedi at the end but you realize he's not the powerful force user it's this other kid who's like you know 5 years old and so the, the kid s- sees his dad get killed by Vader and um then Vader you know raises the kid as his own trains him to be this evil you know evil Jedi and he sends him off on missions and the plan the ultimate plan is to him and vader to throw over the emperor and you know rule the rule the galaxy not as father and son but like his father and adopted son whatever anyway but yeah. like in most star wars games when you start off as an evil person you see the error of your ways and eventually turn good <laughs> I just—that's just how it. Is. What? That, that's,
5: that's just right. how it is in most
6: Star Wars games.
5: Wait a minute, you're right. Seriously, if, <laughs> if,
6: if you start off as an evil character in any Star Wars game, just expect to be play, playing for the good guys by the end of the game. It happens. That's just a, a trope they use all the time. All
5: right.
6: <laughs> so at the end, you know, you, there, there is a there is a there is a light side force way to use, and there's a dark side way to the, to end the game. So there's two different endings depending on who you fight at the end. Um, and then one ending is kind of like, it, it used to be like the, the, it was the canon for how the rebel Alliance got started, I guess anyway. Mm-hmm. But, um, when, when I first got this game, I was before I was even with my wife, before I'd even met my wife, I was, uh, the bachelor I was, uh, me and my buddy li- lived together and, uh, we had the, you know, the, the quintessential bachelor pad, you know, dishes in the, <laughs> in the sink and everything piling up, whatnot.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: But, um. Oh gosh, this was probably, I could probably say 2005 or six then, probably right right around there then, um, is when the game probably came out. And we would play it, and it's a one-player game, so you can't, it's not a two-player game, but growing up playing games and only having one controller sometimes, you get used to watching other people play, and then also... It turns into an enjoyment of watching other people play if you can't play. You know, you, you help mm-hmm. them out, you read the strategy
5: guide or whatever. I mean, you know how I'm, you, like, or you, or you just sit there and make fun of them if they keep dying the same way over and over again.
6: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, like, you're like, oh,
5: I well, I bet you didn't expect him to shoot just then. <laughs> and he only did it like the last ten times. So yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly.
6: <laughs> so like, even if it was a first, a one player game, you still got enjoyment out of it whether you're you're, you're making fun of the person or whatnot. But um, I remember we would we would. Pass the controller back and forth in this game, because there's the achievements, um, you know, there's an achievement for beating on the hardest difficulty, which is like Sith Master, so, you know, it gets pretty difficult there at the end. Mm-hmm. And we would pass the controller back and forth to see if they could get past this part and this part or whatever, and we would stay up all night, you know, drinking, having a good time, staying up till 3, 4 in the morning back when my body could handle it, uh, and just yeah, having a good time, <laughs> you know, not, not really caring, not having to get up in the morning. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it reminded me of this other game, uh, Rebel Assault 2, Star Wars Rebel Assault 2, came out okay. back in uh, 1995, I believe, for the PlayStation 1, and it's the, I believe this game it had actual, like, live actors, they, they recorded scenes in the game with live actors. And uh, put them on blue screen, and put them in the game. And if I, I think I looked this up earlier. It was actually the first Star Wars media since uh, Return of the Jedi that actually had live scenes uh, with like real life actors. And they actually used like um, like props from the movie, Darth Vader's costume and uh, uh, stormtrooper costumes and whatnot. But yeah, Rebel Assault Two is the game, and uh, basically you're, you're um it's called the hidden. It's like Rebel Assault Two, the Hidden Empire. But uh, from what I remember, and then from what I remember also reading back on the the Wikipedia, the Wookiepedia actually, uh, that <laughs> nice. r- reminding me of the game. But it's basically you're you're uh, you're this uh, rebel pilot, and um, these rebel these rebel patrols are getting shot down in this area of the galaxy, and uh, comes to find out that the the Empire is working on these Tie Fighters that are have cloaking devices, so they can they can cloak and track you and then shoot you down while they're cloaked so you can't you don't know they're there and so the game you know you get shot down early in the game and you land on this planet where the factory is and you're trying to fight your way out of it yeah you, i think you end up stealing one of these um tie fighters these, i think they're the TIE, tie phantoms i believe is what they were called and um you end up stealing one of these tie phantoms at the end uh to go back to the rebels but it doesn't i don't think it amounts to much because i think it, i think it ends up like self-destructing it has some kind of like uh uh, protection on it, so the enemy can't get a hold of it. Anyway, when this came out, I remember this was—I was, you know, it was just after high school. I graduated high school in 1996. Back in the day.
5: Oh yeah, hey, that <laughs> pride and spirit we will mix. Senior class in '96. Yes, yes.
6: yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, don't even recall, I don't even know if we had a big uh, a saying, but yeah you know
5: 1996 that's what we always said yeah I was class of 96 too nice, my man nice nice
6: yeah see
5: that's rock on I'm, that's you know and uh, uh, oh, oh, oh wait did you did you win any like most likely anything like that uh,
6: I I don't know I, I didn't win any most I was not I was not popular oh, school okay. like, I knew everybody <laughs> in the school but I was not a popular kid in school like if that makes any oh, sense like I was I yeah. was in the band so I was. I'll oh, say
5: less, man. I understand. Yeah,
6: so I was already ostracized by the, <laughs> by the by the jocks, but I was on the volleyball team, so I was still kind of friends with some of the people that were played sports. And oh, okay. then I was also smart, but I didn't have like a four GPA, so I was ostracized by all the nerds. Anyway, oh, okay, you're just
5: kind of the middleman. Yeah, I was like, eh,
6: I knew everybody, but. I wasn't, you know, the I was like ah, and I I didn't really care for school anyway. I was like, oh, like well, my teachers would be like, it's, it's kind of like you know when you were sharing that teaching story earlier. Like my teachers would be like, hey, you'd be getting an A in my class if you did your homework. I'd
5: be like, well, <laughs> I'd be getting an A in your class if you didn't assign homework. So I mean, <laughs> nice. meet me meet me halfway. <laughs> yeah, so that was like uh, I I lobbied hard. I uh, you're talking to the the Rider High School class clown of 1996 right here I wear it like a badge of honor nice nice
6: <laughs> <laughs> how many people were in your graduating class
5: uh, we had uh, 460 I think
6: nice yeah we had like 3 I think 380 or something yeah. like that so yeah so yeah, there you man. go
5: man yeah, was, oh, big, yeah.
6: big big high school Any, so anyway back, yeah. back to uh, I'll, I'll, this, this is what old people do sometimes something comes up and we reminisce <laughs> yeah like oh
5: dang man <laughs> probably class of 96 I had to go there man yeah yeah
6: but um, so anyway, the, the reason I thought that um, the Force on the East reminded me of Rebel Assault too is because I we had the same kind of thing. It was right after I graduated high school, me and my friends actually rented a a, a beach house down at the beach for the off season in the wintertime, and we would play this game all night, and then we would hand the controller off and make fun of everybody, and it, it was just that it, it just kind of brought me back to that same feeling of like, man, this is you know, video games are awesome, and and we would nice. stay up all night, hand the controller off, and just have uh-huh. that. You know, up until three in the morning again, kind of thing, and and it's just something that that's. I mean, even now I still I'll still stay up till three in the morning, but usually I'm at work because <laughs> bartending. Mm-hmm. But I wish I could stay up till three just playing games now.
5: Yeah, so is or uh, the comparison? See, I I have a confession here. I uh, so when it comes to Star Wars uh, video games, <laughs> um, so I can only think of really three that i've played in my life
6: oh yeah which, uh, which ones uh, are
5: those uh so the most recently was the pod racer one because uh you know it was easy gamer score yep, so yep, of course i'm gonna play that. that one i
6: just i just I, played that last night i think
5: yeah I've, I've never uh i never played that back on the 64 but apparently that's where it came from i think mm-hmm, because yeah. it was it's kind of the same style but yeah uh yeah so i played that for all the nice easy achievements that's kind of a unique uh, way to get those achievements if you like rewind past the line and then go past yeah, so if, yeah. if you have no idea what we're talking about it's pretty easy completion you can get all the achievements by basically cheating and uh pretty cool yeah pretty much and, and it's like a, a cheat code that's kind of weird anyway so you can look into it it's not hard to find that information but uh so that was the first one the second one uh was actually the old arcade where you set in like uh you in like a, oh, you know, yes, in like a yes. big old i don't know what it was, know, and it was like exactly simulating you're a yeah, it simulates like a tie fighter, mm-hmm. you had to get them all within the crosshairs, yep. and it was so primitive. But man, it was pretty awesome back in the day. Oh, man. You know, I think I dropped like up.
6: twenty dollars and quarters on that game just to beat it. <laughs> yep, yep. I know exactly what you're talking about.
5: Yep, that was the only that was the second one, and then the third one was actually probably my favorite Star Wars game. Well, compared to those two, definitely. But um, it was I was looking it up beforehand. I was like, what was the name of that game? It was uh, it was on these uh, the SNES, the Super Nintendo. Uh, it was Super Star Wars yeah. and mm-hmm. that was that was probably my favorite uh, Star Wars game uh that one apparently came out in 92 got up platformer right yeah it's a so, platformer, right? <laughs> yeah, it's platformer. Yep. it was uh it was really i was looking at it, it was it was very well received mm-hmm. uh it was uh you know they have like on wikipedia all the scores it got so all the magazines back in the day it was rated like 9 out of 10 94% 92% 93 out of 100 you know it's like a you know the Probably the game of the month in, the, in, in any magazine back yep, then. Yep, so I
6: had that one; it was good.
5: Yeah, and so I, I didn't realize that it had been probably shoot what almost thirty years since I've really played a <laughs>
2: <laughs> any Star, Wars, Star
5: Wars, Wars game that I enjoyed. <laughs> uh, so there's that that happened, and so yeah. So when you were talking to me beforehand about all these different uh, Star Wars games, I'm like, i was yeah. like, I don't have a clue. Uh, oh, actually, I take that back. I did play one uh, on the '64. I think it was like a like, uh, it it's back when everybody was making a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter type game and uh, it Masters of Terrascassi like, probably it was like basically Star Wars characters fighting. in battle yeah, yeah that, was, that was a horrible game, game but yeah I, I didn't had it like it, it yeah. but I did play it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that was about the last one I actually played yeah, so there like you go
6: Terrascassi I guess is their like Kung Fu so oh uh,
5: okay but yeah, yeah it was a bad fighting that, game that was a terrible terrible game yeah <laughs> Truly dreadful. I, it was even worse than Clay Fighters, honestly. So. Oh, Clay Fighters.
6: Yeah, I remember that game too. <laughs>
5: yeah, that was kind of a stinker, but man, it was still
6: better than that one. Yeah, I was like, if you want to, like, like, I like Gumby. <laughs> I like fighting games. Let's put these together. Cool.
5: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, why not? What's the worst thing you can have? We'll just use a bunch of clay. Yeah, so. yeah.
6: We'll just make a
5: horrible fighting game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ah, uh, Shoot. All right. well that's uh that's pretty cool though I like the I like the nostalgia you know like uh, s- staying up uh, kind of I've related my mule story or not my mule my alien story it was kind yeah. of the same concept we were a lot younger back then but you know uh, but, but that's always cool when you have that shared memory with a game and uh, so if there's any kind of you know game that comes out that uh, reminds you of that that's pretty cool but what I was gonna ask you is is there – Uh, any similarities between like the, the gameplay between the two, or are they completely unrelated other than, Um, you know, being Star Wars? They're, um, well, the, the,
6: the Rebel Assault 2 is almost kind of like a, a third person type shooter. It it kind of jumps around because there's, there's some parts of the game where you're actually in the cockpit and you're flying out like one of the last levels, you're actually escaping from the um, planet and you're in the cockpit and you're, you're shooting the tie phantoms to, to escape. Other parts, you mm-hmm. kind of like it's like a cover shooter type game where you have to get behind cover and come out and like shoot the shoot the the stormtroopers behind cover. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, the Force Unleashed is more of like a third person like uh, action adventure. Like you're not, it's not really a shooter because you have you know you have your your force powers and whatnot, but it's, it's over the shoulder beat beat 'em up, I guess you could say. <clears throat> because you're, it's, I mean, it, it really is like the force unleashed, I think is, it- is the best game, the best star Wars game that utilizes the force powers. Like you really feel like you have the force in your hands with mm-hmm. the force lightning and the force push and the grip and just throwing your lightsaber and just going off on everybody. Like all the buttons are mapped out really well. and It's really well done. And um, yeah, I mean, the gameplay is n- not too similar other than being, a, you know, it's, they're both kind of over the shoulder and um, there's some on rails parts on the, in the rebel assault 2 where I think you're in a couple of, um, vehicles and whatnot, and you're like, you know, you're shooting out, you're shooting at stormtroopers that pop out. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they're both they're both action adventure games. So, which is kind of just is kind there... of the catch-all for anything that fits in there. <laughs> right.
5: Well, you said uh, you did mention beat 'em up. Is it actually classified as a em up? Because then I might be interested. Uh, I, I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. But okay. but it
6: is. It's definitely. Uh, you know, you definitely go through it for the Force Unleashed. There's definitely parts where you're going through it. Like you, you fight the Rancors, like the big, you know, have you seen the movies?
5: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen the movies. So there's there's yeah. a
6: planet where you fight the Rancors, like the the, the big thing in, in Jabba the Hutt's palace where Luke gets dropped into the pit.
5: Oh yeah. So yeah. you're fighting
6: those and you use your lightsaber to, you know, whittle down its health. And then you finally take your lightsaber mm. and like jab it into its skull and kill it and everything. So, but I mean, you know, you're, nice. you're, you're, you know, you know, you don't have a, Gun in the Force Unleashed. It's all lightsaber and sword techniques and your force powers. So you're, you're, you know, using your force powers to push people away and like using your sword to slice or your lightsaber to slice them. So, but not beat them up as like, you know, what you would think in the beat them up genre.
5: Okay. Yeah. Cause I, that's, that's been my genre of focus lately. So, so I was just curious because then I would. Yeah, probably have to go play it then. So, so <laughs> although, well, cool, although, man. There,
6: although there is an achievement It's my favorite achievement on the list, it's, oh. it's uh, oh, yes, please, please, the worst day shift manager ever, and it's in the first level. Kills tw- qu- kills twelve stormtroopers as Vader during the prologue, and if, <laughs> if you see the picture, it's like a coffee mug with a stormtrooper helmet and like X's where the eyes are. It's <laughs> nice.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, and why not? You yeah, know, just. Go around killing them. Yeah, but Vader yeah. is just yeah.
6: so overpowered in that first level. You just walk through and just destroy everything with your force push and your yeah. That's all. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's all you do. You kill, you're killing a lot of Wookies too. Sorry, Chewie, but you kill. Uh, I think one of the other achievements is I killed two hundred Wookies.
5: Oh, that's, is it like real real Wookies or like those little baby ones? Oh no
6: no no, it's real Wookies. They're they're coming at you. But they, they don't stand a chance. Like you just, you let like <laughs> there's there's one part near the end where they they come across this, like bridge from the other tree and like four hmm. or five will come over there and then you just use your force push and
5: poof, they fly away like little rocks we off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that's probably what they're saying. They're like, oh. but they're, that's exactly you know, what they're saying. But they're saying we. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, th- that was a very thematic choice uh, with the uh, the month, such as it is, and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, m- my choice has nothing to do with anything. It's just uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about. So, and what <laughs> what choice did you
6: did you choose for our our uh, first ever?
5: All right. Well, it's one that I played recently, and it kind of got me uh, thinking again. I was like, uh, because it's, uh, I stood at the front of a classroom administering an EOC exam, there's no, there's no electronics, so you have a lot of time to, to your thoughts. And so I reflected on the game I had just played, and I thought, wait a minute, we were going to do this segment, and then we said, oh, we're too busy right now, but then we'll come back. And so then I that's, as soon as I had that first break, then I I text uh, sent you a message about it. And so then, I think we were talking about then, this during G Task. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what happened. That's it. And so then I I said okay. Uh, I wrote it down next. But anyway, the one I chose is Thunder Flash. All right. <laughs> All right. So not exactly uh, you know the biggest game uh, like uh, kind of what you uh, went with. Uh, this one has almost two thousand track gamers. It just came out though in February. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Now, the reason I chose this one is because it basically is a. Um, well, back in the day, we had a series of like top down scrolling, uh, like kill em alls where you're in the military. Oh, yep. And yep. so, yep. And so, Commando. <laughs> so I think that one came first. I'm not 100% sure about the sequel here, but uh, it's a. Commando was one of the ones that was most well-known. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ikari Warriors. Now, I'm sure I'm, sa- I'm saying that wrong, but that's what I've always called it since I was young. And uh, Ikari Warriors, I think maybe it's Ikari Warriors. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I, always called I, it Ikari. Yeah, I never
6: pronounce those games right.
5: Yeah. And so, and actually, the uh, Ikari Warriors, It uh, you can play that on the SNK 40th Anniversary uh, f- Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that game and that one's another zero to one hour completion because all you have to do is watch the game and then fast forward to the ending and then rewind a little bit and then take over and then you win. It's, right. it's really silly. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you just watch, it's like a movie with an achievement at the end. And so, uh, but anyway, uh, I got to play through all those not too long ago, uh, with, and it reminded me of them all over again. You know, the, I didn't realize there was, uh, I don't think I ever played the third one. So The third one, it was kind of weird, man. Uh, if I remember right, I, I when I went back through those and I was like, ah, man, that's that's hardly a Nicaragua Warrior one, but uh, but anyway, so Icarai Warriors, if you have never played it, it's like this really fun uh co op game. So you were mentioning about you know playing with a buddy and everything like mm-hmm. that. Well, when back in the day when we had the NES, uh, there's only a, a handful of games where you could be on the screen at the same time, and so. Yep uh Ikari warriors is one of those so you had a, a guy with a red bandana and a guy with a blue bandana and so you know uh, I, I never really talked about with their brothers or not but they looked a lot alike and and uh so basically uh they show proper military procedure and they basically take out an entire army by themselves they don't wait for support they just go on in and <laughs> just take out the entire army with two machine guns and it's 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 amazing it's a it's a fun playthrough now i do remember that there's uh some cheat codes like you could uh type in a cheat code did you ever play this game i'm sorry i forgot to ask you uh, that.
6: I, i'm looking it up right now I, I never played this exact game but i mean i've played many uh-huh. games like it i played commando okay i have played commando
5: yeah commando i think does it say what your commando came out um let me see because i'm seeing 86 for ikorai warriors Commando. Do, 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 do. So I think it came out first. If I'm not mistaken, I, I but think you might be right. Let's see here. Yeah, Commando
6: 85.
5: 85. Okay, just barely. Yeah, That's yeah, closer yeah. than yeah. I thought it would be. Okay, so Icaria was clearly a ripoff of Commando then. So a little data east. Yeah, it's very. Uh, uh, did you ever play um
6: what this game's remember um God? Oh, keep I'll, I'll think of it. You you, you keep talking. <laughs> All
5: right, well this one. So that is it was kind of a genre there for a little bit. You know, a lot of people did the side scrollers to the, uh, you know, to the right. This one is top down. So you just basically are running upwards and then you could shoot in any of the eight directions. And uh, you had an alternate weapon that was a grenade and it blows up and covers more ground. And you you usually save those for tank enemies and turrets Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Okay. So enter Thunderflash, Thunderflash, uh again just came out and it is on uh it's a rattle game of course you know rats they got some good rats out there and it uh it's basically a clone of it actually i mean when i played when i started it i was like it's like hot damn man this thing's just like Ikora warriors it's like it's nice. all right is it two players you go um you know uh there's two characters I don't have friends, so <laughs> I didn't try firing up a second controller. But I'm sure it probably is. There's no achievements tied to playing it co-op, but I'm pretty sure you probably could because, I mean, there's no reason you couldn't because you're. There's only one screen. It's not like you're going off on side screens or anything. You know, it's just. So I mean, it would surprise me if there wasn't. But uh, if you have friends, I'm pretty certain that you could play this co-op. Oh, yeah, look at the achievements. Uh, it has uh, co-op achievements oh it does okay they're they're all
6: tagged as you can get them co-op
5: okay cool there you go it would be a lot of fun co-op i probably should have done that but i was uh yeah i was just going for some points and uh it's a zero to one hour completion and it's it's like a nice easy uh, retro experience because uh when you fire up the game, it knows what it is. It's not presenting itself as some revolutionary game. Mm-hmm. It kind of it's one of those games that fires up like it's it's an emulator type thing. Okay. Yeah, and so it's like loading ROM and then the games you know the screen comes up it's kind of like uh the what adventures of uh elena, elena, temple. elena temple
6: yeah elena temple yeah say that
5: yep yep yeah elena temple and then, like, yeah, so.
6: Roboto, i think is another one recently that has those yep, filters yep. on it like that
5: yep where you can change the color mm-hmm. like poop brown and all the bubblegum and all that <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah which, which hopefully those two don't go together I mean, but like uh,
6: just on a, a tangent, like, I don't I don't mind, you know, whatever, developers can make the choices they want, but, like, I was, you know, like, by this point, I was hoping for, like, a lot more, you know, futuristic, better games, instead of a lot of ID people <laughs> making games that are, you know, <laughs> looking like Game Boy I'm games. Nostalgic.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's say, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I love those games, man. The Eleanor Temple game was actually one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> games from that year, man. Right I'm up. not going to lie,
6: I I, I I, do have the completion <laughs> on it, but I'm just saying. <laughs>
5: yeah <laughs> yeah i like i actually went through it legit like the first time oh, really? and i was like dang man i'm like i don't know how i'm supposed to do all this other crazy stuff you know like all the harder achievements like beating it without dying or whatever it was yeah,
6: like, and, beat it, like you know speed yeah. run and then
5: uh, yeah, yeah i yeah. was like because i i was taking my time and going through it and i was like man this is fun man this is just like old school yeah, game I, mean, man. I, have
6: to admit, I actually i mean i had fun too i did have fun yeah
5: no, we could talk uh, Ellen to the Temple a uh, whole other episode, I would imagine. Man. Oh, probably. Game is right. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, let's table that one and come back to <laughs> and, it. And
6: man. then Rare, rare <laughs> Replay, I'm sure we can get into that one, too. Oh,
5: God, yeah. Oh, man. Man, see, spoiler alert, man. We're, we're get, we'll get there. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, Thunder Flash, uh, the achievements are nothing special. I mean, they're, they're, you know, Mission 4, Mission 5, mm-hmm. Mission mm-hmm. 3, Mission 2, uh, Destroy 5 Cannons, you know, yeah, it's, it's a very forgettable list. Yeah. It's not, you're not playing it for the, this one for the list. This one is pretty straightforward. It's just a zero to one hour completion. Uh, You start off with 10 credits. I suppose you can go lower. You can't go higher. And so when you die, there's absolutely no reper- repercussions because then you could just start up whatever stage you just died on. Of the last life that you had and then you have 10 credits again so it's not like you only have 10 credits to beat the game you you can so it's just like you're putting more quarters in so it's just realistic like the old old way we used to play and uh with ikara warriors uh, the the cheat code you could like revive yourself after you die
0: and
7: uh
5: yeah kind of like the konami uh, code yeah it was well it didn't give you a bunch of lies but you just could just get right back up. Okay. So you die and you just get right back up. Uh, I say I saw the code a minute ago. It reminded me of it. I can't, I didn't have it memorized. It was like a B B yeah. A B B A. So you just type, you just hit a B B A real quick and it resurrection. Okay. So, yeah. And so basically it's like unlimited lives, but, uh, one thing I did look on Icarat warriors that I forgot about. Um, so you're familiar, everyone's familiar with the, uh, a winner is you, uh, message. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so this one had one that was kind of similar. Uh, so like on the NES, I had forgot all about this. It's like one of the worst endings. So it's very it's like tough as balls, man, to get through this game and and you finally get to the end and you beat it and then just a single message appears on the screen and this is what it says. It says, "You have accomplished the mission. You are the very prevailer that protect right and justice. I would express my sincere" <laughs> Thanks to you, take good rest, General Kawasaki. <laughs> so it's like that's it, man. That's all you get. <laughs> oh man, so, that's great. Yeah, it's like you get this broken English oh. uh, words of encouragement. I guess that, I, I don't know what I that, mean, that, that is. That, right? That's even so, better
6: than what all all you are base belong to us.
5: <laughs> yeah, all, all your base are belong to us. Uh, for great justice, take off every zig. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh yeah, that's up there, man. General Kawasaki, he know he, he knows how to write a, a thank you letter, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> But 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 yeah, so with Thunderflash the gameplay is just like uh Commando okay. and uh Ikari Warriors. So if you're looking for something to relive the old days of uh Ikari Warriors and all that then uh this is a this is a really good game. I, I really enjoyed it, honestly. So,
6: and So I have a uh, yep. That's a question. Is it kind of like a um kind of like a twin stick shooter where um
5: No, it's it's not. Okay. <laughs> no, it you literally have to point the direction you're facing. Uh you can't run one way and shoot the other. Okay. Whatever way you're running, that's the direction the shot goes. And that's the way I mean, that's, that's, how that's how the way the other ones games were. Too, like... Yeah, you didn't have that second stick yeah, because if you actually could do the twin stick, then it would make it too easy because then you could just dodge bullets and shoot them at the same time. Yeah. With this one, you have to kind of like run around it and then turn around and face them and then, you know, time it to where they don't shoot you before, mm-hmm. you know, since you're facing them kind of thing. But yeah, but the, the uh, as far as if it's better or worse, um, the things that I liked better about it uh, were the characters uh, first. Uh, the characters are not exactly... Uh, superstars, it's not something that you're going to remember here <laughs> anything, but they're better than red bandana, blue bandana. Right. So, or headband. And so <laughs> if you're going to go run through an entire enemy army, you better pr- be pretty jacked. And so they, they recruited two bros for this mission. So nice. it's like two bros and they got their, their, you know, big muscles, big guns, and they're just running through, just shooting folks and killing folks. And, uh, uh, I, I like I was like a good bro in in a kill them all so, uh so that that was a plus and then the other thing I had were the bosses were much cooler so in oh, these other games, they kind of tried to stay tied to reality, so like yeah. you get a guy in a tank, yeah. you might have to kill a guy in a jeep, you might have to kill like a helicopter, yeah. you know. If, but it was if all they like got, all military. If they
6: got crazy. It might have been like a tank with like two turrets on it.
5: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, like a little machine gun on the front yeah. and two turrets. Yeah. That, one of those type of things. Yeah. That was crazy talk back then, or like a, a massive turret base, you know, or something like yeah. that. But, uh, this game, nah, they decided we're just going to go for it all. I don't even know what the story is. I, I probably should have paid attention to that, but, uh, I just know that I ended up fighting what looked like a seahorse snake. It's like I was in the water and there was a snake creature that had a seahorse head and it was, you know, it was a fun oh, boss great. to attack. Yeah, it, it had, I don't know how we got to that point, but it, that's what I was fighting. And then another one, it's like all of a sudden we're we're Dragon Balls or something. I don't know. And and uh, like there's this dude that's like floating uh, above a cliff. Like there's a cliff, and he's like floating up in the air, and he's like throwing boulders at you. And you just it's very easy to dodge the boulders, and then you just keep shooting him. I mean, it's 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 not exactly a challenging boss, but I was like. Well, this is different though. You know, they they didn't have this in uh, Commando or yes, <laughs> in uh, yes. Wars. There wasn't a dude fly, flying like he was uh, you know, uh his power level was over 9,000 or something or whatever that happens to, when that happens. Oh, yeah, so, yeah yeah. 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 So, so I thought the bosses were cooler and there's like some robots and stuff and um and then there was a little more variety because there was a couple stages where it's like a side scroller, so that okay. most of it's top down, but there's a couple stages where you're going left to right or right to left and cause you never go left to right, but <laughs> you go to the right and, uh, like you're on a, a, a motorcycle one, okay. another one, you're got like a jet pack and I don't know. There's a couple weird ones where you're like trying to get somewhere. And then as soon as you get there, it's back to top down. So, and so uh, they, I think one stage, a yeah, I think one stage was actually down up. So okay. I think you were going down the whole stage if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Because they yeah, had the, I remember that boss now. So, yep. 'Cause you were definitely shooting down on that guy. Have you ever played Bro Force? Oh on the gosh. Yeah,
6: that sounds familiar. Hold on, let me It's only on the PC. <laughs> it's not on it's, I don't think it's on um Xbox. I think it's just on Windows yeah, 10. Yeah,
5: I think that one has a lot of points and I, I keep thinking every G test that I'm gonna go play it because it's like a lot of T A <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's a decent amount of points. I have I have
6: I've I've beaten the game on I haven't beaten on hard yet, but Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been told about this. One. It's it's definitely up your alley. It is.
5: Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, like hot brotato. Oh yeah. I mean, come it on. It's definitely. Come on. It is definitely up your I alley. A, especially with the I characters. I see a bunch of flexing uh, biceps on the uh, the the art the artwork here. Yeah, yeah. Like all, uh, all the
6: all the just okay. So all the characters are from like every major action film you can think of has a character uh-huh. in this, and and nice. its name is like, you know, like Rambro, Bromando. The 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 nice. rominator, like it's oh, it is it is just great. Like I just
5: this, highly this does downs- highly recommend. Okay, it. <laughs> I think that I'll have a date with this game in the future. Um,
6: when, uh, when you were talking about like the seahorse head boss and everything, I was like that kind of reminds me of Broforce because like <laughs> it starts nice. off kind of normal and you're fighting like armies and it progressively gets weirder <laughs> and weirder and then like near the end you're like fighting aliens and like. Uh, like like Satan's there, and you're fighting this big mm. Satan flying machine. It is just weird.
5: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of like, well that that whole concept is kind of like um, uh, Metal Slugs, kind of like that to some degree yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you're starting off, and then it just gets weirder and weirder. You're all, okay, now there's mummies. Okay, now there's aliens. Okay, now it's it's us versus the aliens. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, hey, but, <laughs> but put put put, yeah, them, so. put them
6: in front of us with achievements.
5: We'll play it. <laughs> exactly exactly i i i like the metal slug series they're they're a lot of fun mm-hmm. the size shooters but uh yeah so i did have a couple worse uh the worst was the alt weapon and then, uh thunder flash is not as good as the one in commando or ikari warriors because like your alt weapon i don't know maybe i only used one character i didn't use uh I uh, see I use the white guy. Uh it's like it's a white guy and a black guy. I I use the white guy just because that was I think the default choice. I don't know. I just I just started the yeah, game. Yeah, he's guy on the left side uh, of the picture, so usually that's like Yeah, I think it was the default guy. <laughs> and so uh, I don't know if I could change it or not, but that's who I used. So I don't know. It's possible the black dude has a, a better alternate weapon. I don't know if they're the same, but uh the guy I use he had a missile thing. So it's like it you hit it. And it's like this, it's like a very uh, unspectacular missile that you shoot. I, I don't know. It's like this little, it feels like it should just go pew. I, I don't know. It's just like, it's not, it's not scary at all, but it like does a little bit of damage. It kills basically anything, it you know, in its path, but it doesn't blow up anywhere. It just keeps going until it's off the screen or, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. It, it's just very unfulfilling. I like the, the explosion on the ground that took up like eight Pixels, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 it took up like a well, let's see, a a nine, a nine, it says like wherever it hit, then it hit the eight squares around yep. it yep. or nine yep. squares yep. around yep. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I like that a lot better because then you can like hit a group of enemies this way. It, I don't know, it just was kind of unspectacular. And I don't know, it's like, yeah, I'd rather have a grenade, but yep. so there's that. And then the death sequence was much better on commando. I don't know if you remember shooting people in commando, but they like. I think it's Commando where they like back up like they're dancing. Yes, uh, I'm not sure yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? It's like they're they're float they they start floating and do the moonwalk backwards and then they disappear. <laughs> mm-hmm,
6: mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> yeah, so the death sequence it's hard to beat that. I mean, come on. Uh, I don't oh, know. Smash
6: TV. That was another one I was thinking of.
5: Oh yeah, Smash TV is awesome. Yeah. That was a fun game in the arcade too. Yep. That was, I think, the, but I think oh, I was more sure.
6: like twin sticks because I think you could move backwards and around things.
5: Oh yeah, yeah I mean, you had to. You would have died too quick. Oh, oh yeah, they, they man, that was like, was that the first twin stick? I don't know. That was like one of them. It had to. Yeah, yeah it had to. Have been. it was pretty. It was pretty. I know. I know, yeah, I know that's, that uh, it
6: has an Has unattainable on the three sixty.
5: Okay. Yeah. It's, huh. That's cool. Yeah. There's a there was another game that came out recently it was like that, but that'll be a topic of another episode yes. because. I, am, oh, I, already, I already remember what game it is. You'll just have to tune in next time. I already got my pick for next time, man. I think, so. I, think
6: I got mine also. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's your tease. So. <laughs> Anyhow. Well, there you go. I think we've talked long enough, so the next episode won't be as long. We won't lay out our, our full gaming history uh, on you every week. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll try to remember unless we, you know, we are forgetful. Or, or, yeah, or, so. or we will. We just forgot we did it last time, so, you know. Either way. <laughs> exactly. If we do, then it's just humorous. You know, we're old, <laughs> confused, and there's damn clouds out in the... at those clouds. Man. I know. So. There's kids on my lawn. Jeez. <laughs> it's just crazy, isn't it? <sighs> uh, I swear. <sighs> I'll just- yeah. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you. Finally, we finally made it work, right? Yes, yes. I'm, I am, I am happy. All right. Is there is there anything you want to promote before
6: you leave? Uh, no, not that I can think of. um Just you know, go Empire. It's it's the uh, Empire versus the Rebels <laughs> in the the AH One Hundred and One right now. So I'm I'm on that. It is
5: side. insane. This is not normal gaming activity <laughs> by all parties involved. Yeah. This is. I mean, I can't wait to see the final numbers oh, on God, this thing. Yeah.
6: I mean, we were already we were in the hole. I think fifty thousand or so, seventy thousand. <laughs> ah,
5: just fifty uh, okay. thousand That's all. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. So yeah, keep your eye on that. That's gonna be fun. And uh, so enjoy the the rest of the your May, uh you know, May festivities. Yep, yep. Uh, appreciate you being on thematic. The I Mac on me put, put
6: my daughter in a Star Wars T-shirt on her way to daycare today, so
5: she was celebrating. Uh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> fantastic. So anyhow, so let us know what you think. If you remember any of this old musty stuff that we just brought up, whether it be wood paneling on cars <laughs> or in Big Johnson shirts or joysticks with uh, one button, yeah, I mean any of this stuff. If any of this rings a bell, and you just want to put your two cents in. Let us know in the Discord. And uh we'd love to hear you, and uh, we can all talk about how old we are. Oh yeah! So, yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow. So, thanks for listening to Gen Xbox. Uh, I'm Elroy. i Freaky Ro. And, and we are old. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, guys.
2: Bye. A long, long time ago. The absolute evil had, in the famous predecessor to this game, subjugated the known world and defeated good. Now, in a world full of blackness and despair, it spent its days sipping cocktails from the skulls of its enemies and forging new plans over a grilled unicorn kebab.
7: Hello, I'm Wakapay. And today I've got things to say about the current games with gold offering, Dungeons 3. Dungeons 3 has 60 achievements worth 1000 game score, currently worth 3600 TA. The game is a real time strategy mixing Dungeon Keeper and old school Warcraft with mixed results. At first glance the game can easily be confused with a new Dungeon Keeper. The tutorial even jokes about being sued due to the similarities, but while you rule the underworld your objectives are found on the surface, which you frequently toggle between back and forth. Each level has you construct a dungeon, which you have to defend from invading heroes, then build up an army of minions large enough to go out on the offensive on the surface. The player takes the role of the dungeon lord but the story revolves around the dark elf talia rebelling against her paladin foster father after the dungeon lord magically splits talia's personality while her goody two shoes personality remains ever present her evil side clearly has the upper hand and remains firmly in control increasingly annoyed by her good side while the gameplay works with an xbox controller it is a bit clunky, as this is clearly an old-school real-time strategy, which frequently references equally old games of yesteryear. In many ways, the game is still stuck in the last millennia. This can be very nostalgic for those who grew up in the 90s, but I'm pretty sure it alienates many young players. This is at odds with how childish the game can be, especially considering it is rated 16 in Europe, but given a teen rating by the ESRB. Dungeons 3 tries very hard to be funny. It sometimes succeeds, but most of its jokes fell flat for me. That said, I did find some of its bits really funny. The gameplay is mostly slow paced, but at times it can get rather hectic with battles going on on multiple fronts, both on the surface and in the underworld. Dungeons 3 has tons of DLC, but only the base game has achievements, with 3 achievements each the game's 20 levels. Most, if not all, of the achievements can be won in one go per level, but some of them are easier in a separate attempt, and might take a few attempts as they can be rather tricky. The game has chapter select, making it easy to replay levels to mop up anything you missed. Completing the missions in Dungeons 3 is fairly easy, but some of the achievements are difficult. Thankfully, no achievements are missable, Every single achievement can individually be obtained in less than an hour after you have unlocked all the missions. TA's completion estimate is at 40 to 50 hours, which is reasonable, but it can sway sharply in either direction, as attempting some achievements can take up to an hour but just playing through the story will take you over 20 hours. On Xbox, Dungeons 3 is probably the best Dungeon Keeper-like available. It is not great, but offers old-school RTS fans a good time. Unfortunately, I would not recommend it to those who didn't play and enjoyed Warcraft and Dungeon Keeper back in the day, as those games in my mind still remain superior to Dungeons 3 decades later. Have a nice day everyone!